I was upset about a blog. It's like, Kurt Metzger needs to shut up. Yeah. And I was busy fighting that, and I didn't think about it. Okay? And the blog, by the way, was written in the year of our goddess. <laughs> so you can ima- So my mistake is taking that personally, where the person who wrote that, I don't even need to mention their name, they're lucky that I even address them at all, because they're such a nobody. Okay, so it's baiting me to make a response, which I did, and then you get to turn around and act. Once I respond to your nonsense blog, now they get to turn around and go, look how he harassed me, and blah, blah, blah. It's bait, and I fell for bait from a group of, of, of nothings. Take seven. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. I'm Ari Shafir. You guys, okay, I'm trying to do this intro. You need this intro. Normally, you can take it or leave it. This one you need. It's going to be context because we just got right into it. Kurt Metzger is my guest today. Kurt Metzger is one of the best comics in the country. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, like, if you're not in your top 20, you're, you're crazy. You're, you're, you're just, I mean, maybe you just don't like that type of humor, but like, I'd say top 10. You got to put Burr. Who would you put up there, arguably, that I, that I would accept as an answer over, over Kurt Metzger? Burr, CK, Jeffries, you know, Rogan, Diaz, Tom Segura, Jeselnik, Bamford. Could that be it? Big J, maybe. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's probably top 10. Anyway, yeah, if you ever get a chance to see Kurt Metzger on stage, he's just fucking killer, you guys. That's not what I'm going to talk about today. Here's what I'm going to talk about. He's a Facebook guy. He uses Facebook really well. He, he does this thing where he'll say inflammatory stuff or, or, or objectionable stuff, and then he'll get people's responses from it, and that's how he'll form material a lot. And he'll just get people to, um, to fucking jump on him a lot. Um, let's turn that off. He loves Facebook. He's almost addicted to it. I, I've seen like multiple periods where days where he won't go six hours without posting something. And I'm like, when are you sleeping? Um, and I was in Edinburgh... You guys, you need this context. I'm just telling you, you need it. Um, also, generally, by the way, I'm going to just say this while you're listening. If you ever want to hear the music on the podcast and want to know what it is, go to the website, arithegreat.com. I put them all up there. If you ask me, generally, I won't answer because it means you're never listening to these intros. I say it every like three or four weeks. Um, I put links to YouTube videos of so you don't have to like just see the thing. You just click on it and be like, boom, you'll listen to the song right there. Anyway. Um, so Kirk goes crazy on Facebook. He likes to get people to get you know, mad at him, whatever. And then I was in Edinburgh, Scotland. I was sitting around uh, in my uh, flat. That's what they call apartments there. Joe DeRosa was around somewhere upstairs. You know, um, 
I started noticing that Kurt was going off on um, this rape case in LA, in uh, New York. From what I could gather at the time, there was a UCB comic. UCB, you might know, is the, is the comedy club that can't afford to pay uh, comics for any performers, really, but also especially to me, comics uh, for stand-up comedy. They just can't make ends meet. So whatever, that's fair. If you can't, you know, if you can't make, make enough money to survive paying comics, then I guess you can't pay comics. The weird thing is that after that policy, then they ended up opening a third location. That's quite an expansion for someone who can't afford to pay comics. And then, you know, then they open up a fourth location. <laughs> That's, uh, wow. They're barely getting by. But um, anyway, so there was a comic who they said uh, was banned from the UCB because the rumor was that he had raped another UCB performer. And the name came out of the guy. I'm going to be, Kurt told me a lot of stuff and he was like, this was told to me in confidence, so I'm not going to break any of that confidence. I've actually heard some stuff about the details of it from other sources. I'm still not going to break the confidence because if I say it here, it's going to sound like Metzger told me. So the rumor anyway, from what I was gleaning from Edinburgh, from Scotland, from, you know, a world away, was that this guy had raped someone. And then people started saying, we got him banned from the UCB. There was uh, an internal investigation, the UCB uh, performed, and then, uh, and then and which Kurt later said in this episode, he's like, that's not, that's not what happened. But, uh, but he got banned. And Kurt went on and said, that's ridiculous. You can't just ban somebody, kind of tarnish his name on some rumor. He's like, what happened? What was the rape? Like, who, who did he rape? And so a few people were like, just trust us. And he goes, well, no, I, I can't trust you. To, to banish someone from the comedy community, I need some detail. I can't just say, okay, he's, yeah, sure, he's gone. And then other people start saying, well, I've heard he's done this a lot. And like, what do you mean you've heard? Uh, I know uh, uh, plagiarism cases get out of hand that way where someone's like, I heard he did it. I heard he stole too. I heard he steals material. And then you realize you all heard it from the same source. So it goes from one person to four to 12. And people are like, I heard from 12 people. And it's like, but it all traces back to the same source. One guy who says, yeah, I have a bit about a deer. And that guy has a bit about a deer, too. So Kurt was like, uh, one of his points was, uh, you should go to the police. You should go to the cops, not the UCB. That's not the way to get uh, a fucking, uh, a, um, what's the word? Not a victim, the other one. Predator. Yeah, sorry. A predator off the streets. That's not the way to do it, by the UCB banning. That means he's just still around other places. And then people started jumping on Kurt and saying, uh, well, it's really hard for the women to go to the police. They don't get treated with respect all the time, which is true. A lot of places don't. A lot of places do. It's not across the board. And Kurt was like, if you're advising women to not go get uh, uh, help, you're making it worse. You're telling them to not go get help. He wasn't yelling at the victims of the rape. He was yelling at the other people who were saying, yeah, don't go to the cops. Uh, I've heard they're, they're terrible. It got him in... I don't want to say hot water, but people started talking about it. I mean, I heard about it in Scotland. Um, my friends would come and they were like, what do you think about this Kurt Metzger thing? It was all on Kurt's Facebook wall. He wasn't going to anywhere else. He was just doing it on his own. And he kept on and on. And he kind of started antagonizing the people who would disagree with him. He's like, you're fucking idiots. I'm not going to back down. He, his point was too. He's like, I think the guy's guilty. I just think he should be punished beyond 
getting banished from the UCB. Um, and then, as what happens, a lot of time, the senselessness, I mean, this is all covered in The Fountainhead. If you guys, any comic listening, read The Fountainhead. Senselessness starts. And people started brandishing Kurt, a rape apologist, saying that he was saying it's okay to rape, uh, which is like, I mean, it's just crazy. And then people would read these headlines, um, and then they would get mad. And then people start going after Amy Schumer, because Kurt writes for uh, Mind, uh, Mind of Ben Schumer. Um, and he writes for that show, and he, um, and they said, they were going after uh, Amy and saying, hey, it's troubling, that's the words they use, it's troubling your relationship with, with Kurt. And she would just start blocking people. She's like, fuck you, get out of here, who are you? Get out of here. And people are like, how can you block me? I'm just uh, you know, giving you a real comment uh i just want to know and she's like no you're a fucking stranger beat it amy, amy has no time for that garbage um she's friends with kurt she, she loves his writing whatever and so they kept after him and after him and then uh eventually kurt told her like hey kept after her and kurt told her like hey you can fucking separate yourself from me and she went online was like he doesn't work for me uh they all the, the feminist right took that as a as a as a win like we got him fired but she really just meant we're not in season right now he's not my employee it's not like that. I don't want a law firm. He he worked for me for eight weeks, and now he's on his own, and I'm probably going to hire him again when it's time. And she will, because he's a great writer. Um, and he's also not apologizing for rape. He's super against rape. He's saying, we got to punish this guy properly. And he was also saying, I can't go off a rumor. I need some sort of details in order to tell this guy, fuck you forever. It's a fine line, you guys. It's a really fine line. The problem is you don't want to make a rape victim have to go through it again to have to tell everybody exactly what happened. But at the same time, you know, Blackstone's theorem, better, well, I cover it in this. Um, you can't just, on a rumor, tell somebody they're gone forever. You need some details. So how do you get those details without putting somebody through something? I don't know the answer. And it's true. Uh, from everything I've heard, women going to the cops, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a high percentage of wins. I know a lot of many people go to the cops. Uh, they think like 1.7% of all rape cases end up in a conviction. Of all rapes end up in a conviction. Um, now, that's pretty terrible. I will say that I've seen other stats of 3.2% uh, of all thefts end in conviction think overall the cops are just terrible um but if i get something stolen from me i don't mind telling people about it i don't feel shame forever and if i go in and ask the cops like hey how come uh, i got something stolen from me they're not going to say what were you wearing uh they're not going to you know, i don't know it's just it's just hard it's hard to go in there and i will not, i will say this some cops treat women with respect uh that they deserve this is not like a fucking black lives matter thing I don't know the deal. I just know women aren't getting the justice they want. And so what happens is when you don't get justice, you end up taking matters into your own hands. That's what just is going to happen in life. So these lynch mobs start, the internet lynch mobs, the E-rage starts and people get fucking super, you know, turned on to fucking ruining somebody's life. I saw a, a, a guy uh, uh, taking a picture in front of a Star Wars uh, poster and he goes, uh, 
ooh, that's a good one or something like that. And he was taking a selfie, but it looked like to some woman that he was taking a picture of her children. And she snapped a picture of him, put it online and said, look at this predator. Um, he went home to his gay partner, nothing to do with it. Uh, his partner was like, oh, you're in a lot of hot water. And he's like, what? For what? Because for taking a picture of a kid, he goes, what kid? What are you talking about? He's taking a selfie. This guy got shamed, almost lost his job because his fucking rage police started. They never understand context. They just see, you know, predators out there. They don't even read the article. Everyone just sees talking points. Anyway, so that's what's going to happen. It's what it's going to keep happening. And so Kurt was like, "Let's just slow down on the on the on the uh, on the e rage. Let's find out some details before we fucking virtually lynch someone." Some of the songs in this episode are going to be uh, about lynch mobs. The first one, Robert Johnson, is one. Not the last one, but anyway. So Kurt um, got in a lot of hot water. Schumer separated herself from him a little bit, just publicly, not really. Um, and uh, everyone was talking about it. Everyone was talking about how Kurt Metzger is a rape apologist. So now he has that on his fucking quote-unquote record. Uh, you can go on his Facebook and maybe see what he wrote. I don't know if it's still up there. But he wanted to come on Skeptic Tank and sort of explain himself. I'll tell you this right now. I interrupted him way too much. He was speaking a mile a minute. I was trying to understand stuff or add. And when I did, it ended up distracting him and moving on to another point. I could tell he's already thought about this a lot. I mean, after the podcast, that he's thought about this a lot and he had stuff that he was ready to say. And I interrupted him far too often. If you tell me that, it just means you weren't listening to the introduction. I already know I did. Or you were, and you're still telling me anyway, so go fuck yourself. I already know. Um, yeah, I did it too much. So we did it in my, 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 my apartment for a little bit. Then uh, his girlfriend came over, Karen Margolis, who um, has her own podcast called uh, Crass to Mouth. Um, she's a friend of mine, too. I like her a lot. Listen, I've been on the podcast, actually. Maybe the first episode. I don't know if it's still up. And um, Kurt, you can find on Race Wars, uh, which is on SiriusXM and his own podcast. It's great. They do just Rod Small. I was on like last week. Uh, so anyway, we did it in my apartment. Then we went in the cab and kept talking more uh, over the over to Race Wars. And then uh, that's it. So um, it's a, it's it's an interesting episode. It's it's a. It, I want to do one on just e rage in general. I'm trying. I have a couple people in mind that I want to get. I just want to talk about the effects that it has on someone. So I will be doing that in the future. I'm also going to talk to a rape victim, a full-on, straight, quote-unquote, classic-style rape victim. I have one in mind. So I want to hear about it. Also, I want to do a podcast about periods. But there's two girls I know who, who are, excuse me, two women, sorry, Kate Willett, two women I know um, who have a podcast. And I was like, you know, when, when people come to me, when comments come to me, it's like, hey, uh, I want to do your podcast. I'm like, well, we need a topic. I, I don't know enough about you. We need a topic. And so then we had to find a topic. So I, I thought, uh, I was like, what about periods? But then is it, is it fucking demeaning to ask women to talk about their periods? Maybe I have to have someone who's already been on. That's what it is, where it's not all about your period. Anyway, so um, by the way, I'm going to be at the Bell House. I added one show in New York. The Bell House, October 18th in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, October 18th. I will be doing my new special, my new double special. Uh, I can't believe I wasn't going to do this in New York. I did it everywhere else, LA, Chicago, Seattle, every fucking major market. Except New York. So Bell House, October 18th, 8 p.m. Get tickets now at AriTheGreat.com. There will be 
hopefully. A hunt for the edible. I've never done one of those in New York, so let's do it. Hunt for the edible. Follow me on Twitter, and uh, right before, eh, right after the show, I'm gonna throw out clues. Uh, we're gonna have an intermission in that show because I'm gonna get ready for the intermission. I'm gonna do all during the taping. I'm doing something different, you guys. Um, this episode is brought to you by, and then Austin, Texas, my my uh, my special. November 2nd through the 5th. Get tickets now. Get tickets now. If you know people in Austin, let them know. Cool people in Austin. Um, let them know. November 2nd through the 5th. It's going to be a party. I've been delaying headlining Austin just so I could film my special there. I mean, it's, it's been a year too long. But if I do this material, I don't want to go back and do it again. So do it. November 2nd through the 5th. Start getting tickets now. Stoners especially. I know we all wait. But guys, I'm getting more popular. So we got to do it. I get who we are. We're the type of people that show up to Star Wars opening week on Saturday night and go, two tickets to Star Wars, please. And they go, are you crazy? It's been sold out for a month. And you're like, oh, well, I'll see Bridget Jones' Diary too then. That's who we are. I'm telling you, I'm getting more popular. Get tickets ahead of time. November 2nd to the 5th. Uh, Let's make it a fun party. So... Uh, this, this episode is brought to you by Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash skeptic. If you go there right now, um, you can order delicious meals. I just made one yesterday. What did I make yesterday? Here it is. Beef and shishito open face sandwich. God, it was good. All this stuff that help you cook, they give you ingredients, like one cucumber. That's all I needed for the side salad. One cucumber, you know, one tomato, uh, a baguette. They tell you to toast it. I will tell you this. You, you need oil. You need olive oil on your own. You need salt and pepper on your own. And then you need pots and pans. I will tell you that the prep time and the cook time is a little bit off. It says prep time 15 minutes, cook time 15 to 25. Maybe if you got two people going. I mean, it is a meal for two. That's a pretty good date night too. Blueapron.com slash skeptic. It's a pretty good date night to be able to fucking cook a meal. So you can get meals for two. You can get meals for five. You can get whatever. And they give you exactly that amount that you need. Yeah, if I had two people, I could have gotten this done in time. For sure. For sure. Two people working. But you had to like chop up the peppers, wash stuff. It ended up being like 40 minutes of prep time and then like 30 minutes of cook time. Yeah, it was about an hour 15 total. Still great. A fucking delicious meal. Watch Stranger Things. Have you guys heard about that show? I know. Uh, by the way, do you guys do this on Facebook? This is back, back to the episode. I know comedians do it. Where someone will say something and then a big fucking argument erupts on their wall. Maybe the guy will get involved. Maybe not. The guy who writes the post. Person who writes the post. Um, do you guys do that in your accounting circle or your fucking college circle or, you know, whatever? You know, your basketball league circle. Whatever it is. Among your friends. Do you guys do that on Facebook? I guess it's just all your friends combined. That's not, uh, politics. People start arguing. That's a normal Facebook thing, right? It drags you the fuck in. Kurt said he likes Facebook better than Twitter. He said just because uh, geometrically, he goes, when you write something on Twitter and someone responds to you, they take physically, their response takes up the same amount of space as your original post. You post, it's uh, one inch by three inches. They respond one inch by three inches. But he told me once, on Facebook, you post just big post, and then they respond in a little bitty letters way down at the bottom where they're barely even seen. He has disdain. He has disdain for people commenting on the entertainment industry. It's kind of hilarious to see. I mean, it's kind of hilarious to see. He calls them pigeons, these people. And that's why I'm going to name the episode. I was going to call it Rape Apologist, um, but I'm calling it Pigeons. 
Uh, he'll explain exactly what a pigeon is to him. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I don't know what else to say about it. Don't forget to go to uh, this episode is uh, available on uh, uh, laughable.com, on iTunes, and on whatever else. If you, if you have, uh, it's not available on iAndroid, laughable, but it is available on uh, iPhone. It's a great app. Pick it up and listen to this podcast there, and you can find other people's stuff. So, like, if I post this, it'll be a link to Metzger's podcast on there. Um, and that's it, you guys. Uh, also, by thefuzzle.com. No, fuzzles? How is it? Thefuzzle.com. It's muzzles for your dog, for your shitty asshole dog. Um, let's start the episode, shall we? And by the way, I'd like to thank you to all the people again who give me photoshops when I post on Twitter, like I need photoshops for an episode. Some cool semi artists. I don't have enough money to pay because it's just a little small detail of the podcast. I don't make any money off it. And uh, if I did make any money off that photoshop, well, I just don't. I don't need anything major. I need someone to do 10 minutes of work to help me out. And it's fun. People respond. Uh, and then I post it and I put uh, credits, their Twitter credits on uh, on the website, whoever makes it. So thank you for all those people who send stuff in. Even if I don't use yours, I usually just use one. Even if I don't use yours, still appreciate it. They still make me laugh and they make the guests laugh too. If anybody wants to make uh, photoshops for my uh, special uh, in Austin, November 2nd through the 5th at Cap City, I'll put those up on Instagram. Get, make sure to tell me your Instagram handle. I'll put them up one after another. I think I'm calling it life. Splitting it up into two specials, just so you know. Childhood and adulthood. I might call it life. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Thank you for the people who have done it. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, and the end of the road tour is coming to an end. I've got about a month left. And then I'm done on the road for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start. Robert Johnson, take us in. Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank. Episode 270, I don't know, 8. Let's say. Pigeons. With Mr. Kurt Metzger. Starts now. That's funny. All right, let's start. Somebody triply told me about some comic, I think in Chicago or something, who would do something like he goes, uh, his thing was like, why can't a woman, uh, a woman can't be president? And uh, he goes, the reason is, one, because um, they're too emotional. And two, because they're just kind of stupid. And all the girls are oh, boogus. Yep, see? Too emotional. <laughs> he just like uses their response against them. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, are we recording it? Yeah. Well, here's what makes me laugh. Because anybody, because of course you could have a woman president. I've always heard that they, you know, like, let's take the hackiest objection there is. Yeah. Which is they're going to get their period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's one that I don't even think is a real objection. I think that's just... Like in the Schumer writers' room, we thought that was an objection, but it's not in real <laughs> life. Really cares? Like, yeah, they're gonna but, go it. Who cares? Just from experience of my mother working, I'll tell you this flat out: like any woman can compartmentalize and pretty much do any man job without her womany shit getting involved at all. Oh yeah, I'll say that for a fact because women compartmentalize. So any woman could do that a man quote unquote man job, um, and and it won't the, the any of that fear of how a woman will be yeah. isn't a part of it. What they'll do is compartmentalize. 
and then they'll come home and uh, torture their loved ones. Their <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like pure professionalism this on the job at all times. Like those cops who come home yeah. with their wives. <laughs> yeah, it's just usually going to come home and make the children and the man miserable. But, uh, but of course women can do it. I mean, it's just like I know from experience, like my mom was top. Yeah. Top salesperson at her job. Also, any woman running for president is too old to be still having their period. And then, by the way, fantastic point. What? Who the f- what woman of period age is going to be running for yeah, president? Yeah, what 38-year-old woman is, is having is <laughs> president? What are you talking about? I mean, it's not even a Always chance. in their 50s and shit. I have no, like... But I've never had any, even like when I was religious, I never had a thing of like, oh, woman is pr-. like, it's the same difference. There's not like a fucking yeah. better suited or I, I like, I don't know who in this day and age still has that. I in don't their know, man, head. because in London, we still have a little bit where it's like, I don't want that leading me. It's like uh, me and Rogan sometimes would turn to each other when we when a, a pilot gets on the loudspeaker, you know, and says, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're, and it's a woman, we both turn and we go like. Oh fuck! We didn't uh, sign off. Really? I, as a joke. As a joke. That, I only do that if it sounds like they're black. <laughs> no, but I, that's the only thing. Ladies and gentlemen, wake up! First of all, it doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter at all to me. The pilot, sex, whatever. Why is the pilot even speaking at all? Yeah. Every goddamn time I get on a plane and I'm like plugging into that little TV and just waiting yeah. to be to oh, pass it's out. Pause. Fucking and quit then, pausing, man! I don't care what you're saying. I, honest, like. I hope it, I, I'd like it to be a fucking trans voice over the speaker just for a change of pace. So I don't have to hear, hi, I'm uh, Jerry. I'm your pilot. Your co-pilot today is Tom Jones. Uh, he plays keyboards on the side. So this isn't his main thing. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of turbulence. And they tell you like all these fucking pilot terms. Yeah. Like that I don't give a shit about. Or, like, no one cares. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't Let just, me watch Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Yeah. It's worse than a goddamn Uber driver telling me about the road. It should be the stewardesses or the go-betweens. They're like the secretary of state. Yeah. You don't hear the fucking guy talking. Yeah. For all I know, a robot flies the plane. A qualified robot. I don't want to know anything about you and I don't want to thank you on the way out like <laughs> you I'm see supposed them stand to. there like a comic after a show yeah door, I'm sick of it waiting for it goddamn pilot hey have a great day I'm like I hate you that's why I feel like coming out <laughs> I'm like I expected getting me here alive was the least you could do you piece of shit what more could they do yeah bring peanuts I don't know like, have what? have blankets again for, that aren't seven dollars yeah <laughs> what happened to the blankets and pillows can I get a pillow shut up you shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's a first class thing <laughs> I try to steal them sometimes when I'm walking through oh. I see them like I better get this now or they're never gonna give it to me one time the pilot came back to personally yell at me for vaping in the bathroom did he really first time I ever got caught with my dumb vape wow. pilot did it to pilot they made a huge deal about it like I had no idea it was even gonna Diaz be an issue Diaz smoked a uh, weed vape in his seat. Oh, yeah. No, I do that. But um, I, in the bathroom, you can't because oh, the sensors are so sensors sensitive. Are they sensor, they, they made them to test vapes. Hotel rooms do that, too, now. You ever heard John Belushi? Who's the, who's the least talented, more alive Belushi? John or Jim? I'd, I'd say pound for pound. James has Belushi produced more than John. <laughs> produced more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, on John. Like, Seth Rogen mentality. I, I like, more comes out. But, but, like, why is John so much better? Okay, Blues Brothers, awesome. The samurai character still to this day don't know why it's funny. Animal House. Okay, Animal House. James That's Belushi's it. got... Uh, if you stack up all the joy James Belushi's brought to my life... Life with James or whatever. The one where he catches the fucking home run in the Chicago... Hey, listen, even even Life with James, if that's the name of that's it. That's definitely not the name I'm of the not, show, though. Think about it. Even Life, life, life with, with the other remaining Belushi, I believe, is the Craig title. Even that adds up to more thrills than uh, 
all of John Belushi's work. <laughs> I say John Belushi overrated. Somebody's going to be like, this will be my most controversial thing I've this ever will be said. The one, this will be the one that gets you the most trouble. But honestly, God, and they bring up that stupid samurai character as if it's the most groundbreaking thing him doing uh, uh, a dick off a jap face. <laughs> <laughs> Please be this. Let this be the last time. That's whatever. Whatever people. A yeah. cis white man plays a samurai. <laughs> Please. Whenever uh, people shit on me for oh god, dude, one already. Whenever people shit on me for um, hating Bill Hicks, not thinking he was funny. Not hating him, just not thinking he was a real comic. Yeah. Uh, they're like, what about this clip? And I'm like, yeah, there's no laughs in that one, man. Um. Okay. So any clip they show me is like, yeah, there's no laughs. It's in this funny clip. you should say that because I always bring this up to Barry Crimmins, who I'm. Who I talk to every day now because every day he's your fucking parole he cradled, officer. Yeah, he cra- he has power of attorney over my Facebook posts. Does he really? <laughs> it's for real because I can't trust it. First of all, Facebook you already I already knew is like my my diary. Yeah. It was like you can look at my diary because yeah. if you look at the trouble I um, I got in, it's not me harassing anyone. It's me on my own wall saying what I think, which I should be allowed on to your do. own wall. Okay, I didn't go to anybody else's. I've done that one time. I, this is the only time I've ever done that. When I was first on Facebook, I made fun of the Skep Chick. Her Skep? name. Is, her name's the Skep Chick. That's her oh. online name. And uh, and it was a mistake. Like there was no reason to go in her comments and make fun of this dumb thing that you I went she after said. her towards her. Right, yeah, I made okay, fun right. of, and, and and it must have looked insane to her because it was like Who are you? six months after I read. It was at the time. It was at the time I was new to Facebook. I had read some article. <laughs> That I, I thought was ridiculous. You know what I mean? This is like the in the beginning of me being online, thinking everything pertains to me that doesn't. Yeah, like which everyone, is what everybody, like everybody does. feels. Yeah, right. Was everybody feels? So I'm no better than anyone, but I'm also no. You worse. just got more experience now, so you know better now. Okay, but that was years ago, and that's the only time. And I was out of line to do it, regardless of how dumb her thing was. I'm the one that was out of line in that case, but. Unfortunately, that's like not someone you can apologize to because then they're going to make hay out of it. And then I saw a blog up here about me after I did it. I'm like, oh, look at what happens when you do it. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, whatever. So I st- I'm on my own wall all the time whenever I did anything. Okay? You also have this thing of like r- being able to write material by saying, here, I'll just, I'll just say a bunch of inflammatory stuff. And people go, oh, that's actually not the case. You're like, cool, that's going in the act for sure. Right. Oh, cool, that's going in the act. Well, I was point, working it out online yeah. in front of people. Yeah. Okay. In a, in a non-matter place like Facebook. Right. Um, apparently, though, Facebook matters heavily. And, and this is the thing that's upsetting, man, is because like, you know, all my points, I actually spoke to some one of, uh, you know, a victim of, of, uh, What's his name? We'll call him. <laughs> what's your okay? What's your hold on? What's your take on naming people and stuff like that? Well, it's a dumb idea. Like you can get a lawsuit going. I know people think this is a great idea to try rape in social media. It's not, and it causes a lot of problems. And uh, by the way, I didn't have the whole story when I yelled, but now that I do, the only thing that I and I apologize for this uh, uh, repeatedly, and I have no problem doing it, is. Any rape victim who felt like I was attacking them or I was shaming them, that like I feel terrible about that. I hope you don't think that. I was not directing anything at any victim. Yeah. I can see how certain people who want to get me, which is... Uh, there are people out there who are looking for you, to, you specifically, to fuck up so they can yeah, grab you. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, that one whose name I don't say because she seems to want to be a bornicle on my tiny coattails forever. Hold on, um, hold on. Which one? Okay. Okay. And by the way, the, the, that one, and I won't say her name, but every time there's an article about me, you know, I don't know if you noticed the shitstorm where about or 20 articles about me where, where about basically no one besides the New York Times actually spoke to me. They all spoke to 
people that have never what, met this me. For right now, for this Facebook thing? Yeah, the, the, the last shitstorm, if you Google my name and look at the articles, at no point am I spoken to, ask for clarification. They only speak to some blogger that wants me, uh, dis- yeah. who literally wants me to not be able to pay my rent. Yeah. Now, I've never worried about my career from this. I mean, you've been in the same spot yeah. as I have. It won't affect my career. Um, and if anything, it helps my career. It so does. I had no it, issue it ends with up that. Actually helping. It did upset me to be framed as like I'm pro rape just because I feel like maybe you shouldn't try it on. Just because I think this social media mob is nothing resembling a. They think it's a form of democracy, the people that do this. Yeah. Where it's really just, you're just a lynch mob, but. Because but the, the problem is, but, what I saw is like most of the people writing on your Facebook wall and stuff like that are like, fuck you. I know. It's like, oh, you don't know either. You just heard the same rumors that, that everyone heard. Right. And, that, and that's the same And you're going to string here. this guy up. No one, no one bothers to read anything. So the article's bashing me, no one read. People they only read, that's why clickbait headlines were invented. And headline. when I even try to do material about this situation, even doing this now with you, people are going to be like, what is he talking about? And, and a week later on stage, I couldn't even make jokes because the crowd didn't know what I was doing. Because the crowd so, had no idea. It's not even a lynch mob in that respect because no one gives a shit. The only people who give a shit are the people trying to ride Mike and Amy's. If you, if the fact that Amy was brought into this, Amy Schumer is well, hold, let's let's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. let's maybe we should back up and, and talk about what happened or exactly or like, I feel like I feel like I'd rather have people wonder what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm thinking if I should do this in the intro, just like set it all up in the intro. You set it up in the intro, like, dude. Because honestly, that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. It's okay. like I don't want to harp on it. Well, like that's my, my points yeah. were solid. However, yeah. certainly I, I have an anger problem that was on Facebook too much, and and. Oh, you're for sure on Facebook too much. I don't know about anger problem, but there are times where I've looked at your feed and there is not a six-hour block where you're not on, well, which means binge. you're waking up to piss, getting on Facebook for 30 right. minutes, then well, going back to sleep. Well, it's a binge thing. And also, I have racing thoughts. So it's basically like I let people look at my diary, yeah. which I shouldn't have done. Even Anne Frank, this is the joke I do about it. Even fucking Anne Frank had to be dead before her diary came out. And even then, her father knew to edit out all the N-words and time she said faggot. <laughs> you didn't get to read her unedited diary. <laughs> you had to read the edited one. Her this father faggot knew. Chaim is over here yeah. trying to... <laughs> She's like, my friend Meep is a faggot. I hate her. <laughs> and her father's like, better not let that... Because even it's a Holocaust the, victim... Even a Holocaust victim can't have their diary out without you little pigeons judging. That's I don't even say civilian anymore. You know I call non-comic civilians? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I've changed it to pigeon. Why? Well, because this is what I realized on Facebook, because I've been writing much better shit now since I'm not breaking up my ideas on Facebook into little crumbs. That's what Facebook turned into for me was me taking my own talent and breaking it up into little breadcrumbs that I feed to pigeons. So what are you not doing now? Ingrate fucking pigeons <laughs> who then complain and shit on me and make their squawky pigeon noises. <laughs> That's all your noises. Every one of you that got upset. While you shit from the fucking crumbs I fed you. So no, I don't feed the pigeons anymore like an old man. I, I don't break up my, my talent that way. What do you anymore. mean you don't break it up? What do you do? I'm too good for you on Facebook. That's what I'm telling to you, the Facebook reader. <laughs> Especially if you had thoughts that, how dare he? How dare you look at my fucking wall when I told you to get the fuck off Yeah, it? you just say a lot of that. Like, I mean, like, I couldn't have repeated leave. enough. I don't want any of you there. The so you're is, lucky you were permitted to view inside my mind any head- at all. Yeah. Any headline about you or about that stuff that was going on, 
It was never like, here's a good analysis of all the, the tweets he's written over the last two weeks. It's only just like, here, look at this one thing he said. Right. And it's like, well, that means right. you're intentionally. And if you just read what I wrote and you didn't read all the posts, it was yeah. out of context. Or you go like, oh, yeah, that's really what I say. Oh, yeah, I say this. You know what? I, yeah, don't I say defend, rape I'm not going to defend shit anymore because yeah. what I said, if you didn't read the whole context, you got, f- who gives a fuck what your feeling was? Now, w- w- the reason I apologize was why I felt bad was people who backed me up. From the start, there were women back on my side, and specifically women, okay, were backing me up. And Ari. Uh, but but this is the woman thing, especially because this got framed as me versus feminism, women. which yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm very vocal that I am a feminist. I believe in equality wholeheartedly, and I have no problem claiming, claiming that phrase, okay? I am against what I call big sister, which is this thing of like, let's get him fired. Leave it, leave it, yeah. Um, okay, let's I am against, fired. yeah, you know, which they think is a kind of democracy, big sister. But that's not feminism. The concept of feminism, feminism is fine to me. Um, it's militantism. But what, what really got to me, or, or really like hurt, like, and I felt this, was even people who agreed with me, okay, both male and female, agreed with even the harshest rhetoric I had on there, yeah. uh, also got raped. <laughs> they, were, they were like, I'm a rape victim and I agree, blah, blah, blah. And it struck me how many, like, Jesus Christ, everyone <laughs> has, been, has been raped. Everyone got raped. Did I just miss a fucking, you, you know, and that's, that's where I, when I think about this, the idea of shaming, because there's no such thing as that. I can't shame you. And you fuckers can't shame me. Just so you know, I can't be shamed. That got beat out of me at a young age. So shaming is something you do to yourself. Now, when people say you shamed me, what they mean is you have triggered the shame I already feel. Uh, about something that I shouldn't have to feel. Uh, and I understand that. So I understand your shorthand is don't shame me, but I literally can't shame anyone. Oh, right. Like as if you, when, you see my stupid suits I have sometimes. Yeah. So if I wore that to the and comedy cellar. And I mock seller, you, yeah. Yeah, if I wore to the comedy cellar and, and, and Keith goes, ah, you fucking look like a whatever. Yeah, he's not shaming you. Right, I'll be like, that's funny, man, but I actually think it looks quite good. So. That's right. And no one, and you've always been very, as much as I have tried to, quote, <laughs> shame you about your colorful outfits, you feel no, sh- you got a, rain- a cloud puking up a rainbow shirt right now. <laughs> yes. Because you know goddamn well you can't be shamed. But unfortunately, civilians, or as I call them now, pigeons, they all seem to believe in this, especially millennial pigeons. They really, really believe that they can be shamed. Yeah. In fact, all their self-esteem is based on what you think. So, so that's your little world that I'm not a part of, but I get it. Uh, for this purpose of this argument, I'll say, yes, I'm sorry for shaming rape victims. What I'm sorry for doing is saying anything that would make someone feel ashamed of something they should feel no shame for. If you got raped, that's literally not no part of that is your fault. Right. Okay? There's not one bit of that where you should feel ashamed when you did nothing to deserve that happening So why do to you. people feel shame for it then? Because of two things. One, if you're on the right winger side, there's a religious aspect that, that cre- and you know from going to, Just like to a, Hogschwartz, yeah. <laughs> as we call it. <laughs> yeah. And I know from being a minister, the Bible's where nine tenths of this bullshit comes from. Just like in, in some Muslim countries where if you report a rape, they're like, that means you had sex before marriage, right. so you're going to okay. jail. And it's all connected. So the Jews and the Christians are no better. Yeah. The other half is on the lefty feminist side where they extol victimhood as if it's a badge of honor to be a victim. Man, it really is these And a days. lot of people, right, and a lot of people don't want to be thought of as a victim and they hate that idea and they'd rather call themselves stupid than be called a victim. 
Right. Okay? So that's where the left sucks. Victim is out of your control. Stupid is like, yeah, whatever, I fucked up. Uh, yeah, stupid is more in your control. And, and, and people don't and, and people that are legitimate victims don't want to claim and people that aren't victims want to claim victimhood. It's it's fucked up. But but what I think is even the what what you might consider a hysterical feminist rape statistic, right? Like one in five on college campuses. I think that's probably just the men who've been raped. And the women, the numbers are way higher. Because I'm looking around noticing how many people I know that something happened to. I say one in four, but I think that, it's, inc- that includes... I think they're, you're low-balling it. And that's why I don't understand why anyone feels any shame. Because so many people, I believe, have been, have been fucking raped. So why is anyone feeling any shame at all when it's happened? So that's the thing to examine. Like, why is this fucked up? Because, unfortunately, when someone lies about it, okay which I think is infrequent. A victim lies about it? When someone lies about being raped. Oh, right. Well, then you're not like a victim if you lie. Oh, right, right, right. I don't know that, those are very memorable. It's not a lot, but it's very memorable when it happens. And that sticks out. Like the and, people who shoot black people, cops who shoot black guys are super minority. Well, well co- right. Cops are out well, That's a separate thing. But, but like, but like just, any look, minority where it's like, or terrorist attacks, like most days of the week, we're totally safe. There you go. There you go. That's a better way to put it. Because the minority thing, I think you, it, you, you're going to have just stories of cops treating you unfairly. And, and there's not one person I know who that doesn't happen to. Right. Now, now but, but just rape-wise, there's so many people got raped that it all blends together. Okay? Where, it was almost passe, you mean? It's not passe. It's just it doesn't stick out as much as mm-hmm. someone lying about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, anyway, and have you ever had that experience of being lied about? Okay? That, like what's his name, that, dude? Where someone claims you raped them and you didn't, if you're and, and I know it's only two percent. Well, we, those numbers aren't reliable either. And by the way, if it is two percent and you're part of that two percent, it's a pretty fucking important number to you. So just keep that in mind. That's what I was arguing against was this orthodoxy by a group by a gang of who who thinks that you should be punished for your thoughts. Okay. Which, punished with, for your thoughts. What do you mean? On Facebook, there's a group that I call Big Sister that they want you punished because you think, um, oh, I, uh, women should go to the cops or women should do this. Or, and by the or, way, or we you should go to the cops. We shouldn't string somebody up Look, without knowing the facts, right? Uh, and, and they go, and "Fuck you." Here's, you're here's, saying here's this. what I'm saying, and 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 this. And you're like, and these this, aren't actions. These aren't. I haven't done anything. If you go on social media to try and they're going, you're doing nothing. They're going after that guy. No, you're doing nothing. It's taking the college campus bullshit where they have a little, you know, some student government organization decides to expel you for rape. I watched a Vice special about it where they go, why? They go, well, rape's very hard to prosecute, so that's why we do it here on campus. No, here's, here's what you do. You throw, you throw a bone to your campus feminists yeah, by pretending you're doing something, something while, while simultaneously covering up a problem because you don't want parents to know that so many people could get raped at your school. Right, because so the colleges are full of shit. They're giving a little bit of power to these like groups on campus that are doing. And meanwhile, the worst that's going to happen to a rapist is they get expelled, and everyone's okay with this. And you want to send them off into the world. It. You want to export the college campus bullshit into the real world or the world of social media. And now that's what we're going to do. We're going to be like. So what set me off was reading this thing that an internal UCB now investigation has determined blah 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 now now that i have all the facts of that it's not like at all what it sounded like that was something that was posted as a mistake that should have never been posted what what was that there was an internal ucb investigation that was someone's specific wording choice that was unfortunate who's i I can't say i'm I'm not gonna say but whoever it was No, what type of person a a friend of a of a person 
involved in the case. Okay. Okay. Who got a little overzealous. Now, the problem with not saying any details of the story is if all I hear is we've decided this guy is a rapist, pass it on. This guy's a rapist officially. Yeah. Um, If I don't know any details of what happened and that's all I'm getting is. Uh, well, all you need to know is uh, UCB plus a woman said it. Right. Trust me, this guy's a problem. And that's like, that's not whoa, good enough. Whoa, what do you mean? That's actually a, a huge problem. Okay. And I don't like that being a precedent. Okay. Do you know Blackstone's theorem? No. Uh, better one man should uh, one. Uh, what is it? Better. Better a hundred innocent. Better a hundred guilty men go free than one innocent man goes to prison. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's fine. Same thing. Way I feel about the death penalty. Okay. Now, what if we fuck up? You're like, yeah, but right. that guy's a murderer. It's like, I know. People but what go, if we okay. fuck up? But some innocent guy who didn't do anything gets, now, gets, gets I brought this up because I spoke to uh, who I believe is a victim yeah. of the person. Okay. Now, I spoke to the person that they accused mm-hmm. initially. That's how this all kicked off. I talked to him on the phone. The person they accused? Yeah. Yeah. What did he say about it? He told me a very obvious lie, which I won't break his confidence. But in retrospect, what he told me is an obvious lie that I should have seen. I was upset about a blog. It's like, Kurt Metzger needs to shut up. Yeah. And I was busy fighting that, and I didn't think about it. Okay? And the blog, by the way, was written in the year of our goddess. <laughs> so, you can Im- so my mistake is taking that personally, where the person who wrote that, I don't even need to mention their name. They're lucky that I even address them at all, because they're such a nobody. Okay, so it's baiting me to make a response, which I did, and then you get to turn around and act. Once I respond to your nonsense blog, now they get to turn around and go, look how he harassed me, and blah, blah, blah. It's bait, and I fell for bait from a group of, of, of nothings. Right. The, the people that do this online, that do like takedowns and little blogs. Somebody was saying, like, I, I defended you once. Some girl was like, well, she, he was harassing some girl. I'm like, oh, no, he asked her to be in his podcast. I've never That's harassed anyone. That and the only people her, making on any accusations about me online. By the way, th- there's one of these people spreads around that I choke and beat women, which I, I've never, I have no record. I'm not a domestic abuser of any kind. I made a hy- hyperbolic statement in a Facebook comment not even a post, a comment once seven years ago. Yeah. And these liars go around online trashing my reputation. Why do I hate you so much? Because the one woman I said doesn't, ex- as a joke, who attacked Sam Morell yeah. for the, some rape joke. You said joke. she's not real? I said she's a character that we made up and it spread around that she's not a real person, which I think is a clever joke. I've never made a fake profile of anyone. I don't do that. I fight with those people that, or I used to fight with those trolls too. I made a fake profile once to to spy on an ex-girlfriend who had a private MySpace account. So I uh, made a whole MySpace account and then, but I didn't want to just have it blank. So I added like a hundred people. Like I had to have a bunch of friends and like had some comments on me. So I had to wait like two months, but to make a pictures of a nondescript person, I just look at pictures of Jen Kirkman. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I found like eight or nine pictures of a cute girl, and I'm telling you right now, I made that whole Facebook page, my MySpace page, in like an hour. Uh, I got so many comments from dudes saying I'm so witty yeah. and how funny I am. Right, and I was like, what? Yeah, well, it's MySpace days too. Yeah. I've never done anything, anything like that. I did this one prank, which I think is funny as shit. It's an easily corrected. Th- I think it's a, turned a Jonathan into, turned Swift into, level. Turned her into a made-up person. I said, "Okay, we're making a point about free speech. This person doesn't exist. Yeah. That's all I did." And this and this person, I found out, and you can look it up. She, ha- she, she got has super a, angry. She has a borderline personality disorder and wrote about having to be committed, which she claimed her name's Sadie Doyle. I oh, fuck it. I'll say her name. Look up Sadie Doyle. I had to be committed. Just Google it. Yeah. It says it's written by her. The article's still up. She claims it's a lie. Blah blah blah. But you wrote it, sweetheart. It's up. 
And it's all about, and so a borderline personality, they take a grudge a little too far. Okay. So this psychopath has been dogging me and that's how this thing became so big. And, and just so you know, sweetheart, you can't get me fired. I'm fine. My career's fine. I'm just, just at the Emmys with Amy. You literally have done nothing but boost my name. I hope I hope you've gotten what you need out of uh, <laughs> using my name, but I've never domestically abused anyone. Why do they, no why they say that? Because I made a comment. Or something. I made a comment seven years ago that I over hyperbolized about uh, choking an ex, which I didn't. I didn't even do that. My ex is even like, why do you? Why do you why, exaggerate? No, why do they hate you? It ain't that they found that after they already hated you. No, I know because this psychopath Sadie Doyle combed through my Facebook. Yeah. To, and that's the one that stuck. She found me saying the N word for kicks <laughs> and tried to get me with that, but she couldn't. And she was mad at you because you were defending Sam I said she didn't exist. Sam, Sam Morell. Yeah, because I was defending Sam Morell. So it was me sticking my neck out for comics, which nobody asked me to do. There's well, no yeah, need for we, me to do Yeah, that. but we always end up doing that. The funny thing is, too, Sam Morell, they were like shitting on him for a rape joke. And then in the end, like he was super helpful to a rape victim. Like, yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that helped to go to the cops yeah. and all that. Yeah. Now, I here's the thing: it's not that easy to go to the cops. And I was very glib about saying, like, you should go to like, the cops, not the. Which you should go to the cops, but the all the reform needs to be laid not at not at worrying about if Game of Thrones has too many rape scenes. Yeah. Who gives a shit about that? It should all be lobbying the police to handle that better. Oh, that's probably uh, Karen. She's coming over. Yeah. Pause it. Yeah, she'd bring it. She because she come with me to the thing. It's fucking goddamn UPS or FedEx. All they do is buzz every single oh fucking thing. Oh my god! Yeah, they're so annoying. And you go over there like what? Like uh, FedEx? Oh. Like, is it for me? Oh my lordy lord! It's, it's just annoying. You're trying to hook up with a girl here or something, or more likely um, masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> what were we even talking about? Okay, so say say you're going after why the, why the women in general hate you it's not just saying oh it's no, no it's not too. women in general it's just certain it's, it's the militant feminists there's no listen in comedy no one who knows me yeah. who's a woman in comedy like who's ever met me can say i'm cruel to women in comedy i'm not i'm extremely supportive of it was women. funny i saw that that article about your from your, your ex wrote um which one because everyone was shitting on men so hard and uh the ukulele comic Oh, Jessica. Delphine. Yeah, and, and she I, goes. I even defended her. Yeah, yeah, and she goes, and she took a lot of abuse for it. But her article was like, "Listen, guys, I know we keep saying that men are horrible to women in comedy, but like, and they all turned on her. And I've only experienced super helpful men in comedy. I, I don't see what you're talking about. Occasionally, yeah. you get a creep. The women were mean to, but her. generally, right? Guys have been my nicest allies, and women have been right. the meanest to me. Right, and that's because there's a lot of these women that want to put themselves. It's not. Listen, right now. Uh, uh, I'm lucky because a lot of women back me up and have hired me and you know yeah. I, I have good and Schumer never fired you no why'd she write that's funny when she wrote like Kurt doesn't work for me just because we're, we're out of season right now because they were lobbying her here's what's fucked up and, and but I'm me and Amy are good like she's a dear friend that I'm not that nothing like I, I, I told her I'm like look you have my permission to do uh, like don't worry about me if you gotta say anything to help yourself she's doing a book tour yeah. and these animals were coming at her and now if they were true feminists they should just be happy that a woman made made it okay yeah. like Amy raised herself up to be like like huge and you should be ha- as a woman you should be proud of her instead they treat her like she's like you know oh she's some mainstream garbage feminist and I'm the real feminist and blah 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 and then these pieces of shit went after her I don't work for her I like she's how the, not the blogs were like like people were like hey why won't you why won't you what why you let this Kurt Metzger loose what's he doing 
And then she'd be like, ugh, blocked. Get away from here. And they're like, all I, I'm allowed to say my piece. You shouldn't block me for that. And, and they don't understand. Like, okay, she's just a person. You're a stranger going right. after a person in a harsh manner. It's a turf Your introduction war. is, no, hey, you turf. should do this. It's like, ugh, be Because it. they imagine that like anything a woman does is their turf. It's theirs. You they see, own it. like people who have no talent, they love activist culture. Yeah. Okay, because the communism of it appeals to them because they have no talent. Yeah. So if you're a woman who has zero talent, you can blend in with all women. Yeah. And now you're not a nobody, which is what you are. You are women. Yeah. <laughs> and someone like Amy, who's very talented, who stands out, she better be raising you up too. And if she's not bringing you up personally, yeah. then she's got to pay. That's their, their mentality. Right. Like, well, I'm a woman. Why don't I have everything Amy has? Just because she's achieved, it doesn't help women. I still work in a taco truck. Right. And it's like, meanwhile, it's like, they do, they do this classism too much where it's like women comics, women this. And it's like, no, you're just a woman. That's, that is oh, a woman. Right. I started this fight on, right. on Brendan Burns' Facebook and I had to stop right. because it's, I was like, uh, somebody wrote that, uh, that's mine. Somebody wrote that um, um, this woman got told that she uh, couldn't go on a lineup somewhere because they had too many women on the lineup already. Right. And she was like, what do you mean? That's bullshit. And I've seen the women on well, the lineup. Well, maybe they had one woman. <laughs> right. That, and she goes, I'm joking. And she goes, I don't do anything. My comedy is nothing like them. It's bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, it is bullshit. Who and said I, that? This woman in, in uh, England. I mean, what, what? oh, the club. I mean, what club? Some no. club. She wants yeah. to name the club, but she goes, it's ridiculous to be turned down because of gender at this point. Hey, join join the club of we're not looking yeah. for white males. Yeah. I, so I wrote, like, just so you know, I've actually told multiple men that they can't do my show because they are a man. Right. That I can't have them. If they lost their dick right, right now, I could book them. But with their dick in place, I cannot have them on well, the show. Well, it is ridiculous to say that to a woman because I can't imagine a circumstance where there's... Like too many. Well, then some ladies like I'm so sick of men saying I knew this was gonna come. Some is there a micro USB. By the way, micro USB cable. Do you have like a PlayStation? Yeah, cord. This one. Um, no, no, I know what you're talking about exactly. And, and then she was like, she was like, I'm so sick of men saying, oh, it's hard for men too. Uh, boo hoo, boo. She goes, boo fucking who? If a man did get turned out for once, and I want to be like, but I had to stop because it was. What do you mean for once, sweetheart? And I want to be like, listen. Yeah. These comics I'm saying no to, they're not men comics. Yeah. They're not male comedy. And right. you're not female comedy. Right. That's just a comic right. who has worked really hard and who hasn't gotten well, something. Well, that's a different... That's, see, they don't understand how... This, this is what's sad about... That's more of a millennial thing too, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, a certain generation... Like especially the ones that think that you... Who saw people become a star on YouTube. Yeah. It, this is why Trump's getting elected now. Okay, and by the way, he can totally beat Hillary. If you think he can't, you're stupid. Yeah, that that nightmare can happen, and, and yeah, they're pretty much tied in the polls. And by right the now. way, I, I'm like, I'm I'm even waffling on if I don't want him to win because I I would like to see a lot of you cry. The me too. That That's the thing. When me. George Bush was running and somebody and cried, like, yeah, I was and like, I feel good. like um, you know, since I've had because I've had to listen to so many like white women the last few weeks call me a white male like angrily. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, sweetheart, are we a different species now? What, you, let me get this straight. You're some kind of uh, wo- person of color now in your head? Yeah. And you're, se- you're not in the you're same boat? Because you're a first-world white Did woman? Did you actually get beaten into a whole different race? I'm sorry, sweetie. I thought you were white, too. Oh, you're a little better than me on your made-up pyramid of who's born more evil. Go fuck yourself, bitch. You're in the canoe with me. And like evil people, like, people. I like how people go like, well, all the presidents have been white males. I'm like, yeah, and you know what they haven't been? Me. I haven't been one of those presidents. And by the way, you voted for him too, sweetie. You can have a female president anytime you want by getting out and voting. 
It's just women are not a club. And it doesn't matter how much you try to calm me up. If you don't have talent, you don't have talent. And women being raised up doesn't do shit for you. That's what upsets you. See, plenty. if you're a talented woman, you'll be fine. Oh, you'll be super fine. You'll be fine. If you're not, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go with a Marxist worldview because that's the only way you get ahead. That's the fa- That's a fact. You can't make it in a... That's where you hear any woman who, any, any, not just women. You know, when you use the word like sweetie, you're, when, you're trying to poke the bear, right? When I'm talking to a very specific person right mm-hmm. now, I'm not talking to all the women. But they do all hear it, though. The Ari Shafir podcast? I doubt it. No, I'm <laughs> I think it's only people who would appreciate me using that language. Yeah. But um, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. If you're someone who is cool, I'm not Same talking to you. Skanks. I'm talking to a specific taco truck feminist who yeah. I called into, who I did apologize you know, for, quote unquote, shaming rape victims, even though never at all what I was doing. I was on my own wall speaking my own mind, which I'm allowed to do. But you also weren't saying you should be embarrassed. You, your whole point no, was, the don't, thing was don't about, string them up in a court of public opinion. Yeah. The thing was, I was responding to the, the outrageous idea that asking for details is like re-raping the victim. Yeah. Okay, which was written by a very stupid person. I wanted to ask. Who, Beth, I wanted to ask Beth about details. Right. Well, listen. I, want to I don't a need lot of people court like, Wait, evidence. What exactly. See, this is how how they lied about me. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I need court evidence to believe you. I'm just need anything besides we've determined so and so's a rapist. Yeah. Because there's people out there that lie and try to destroy a man's reputation, and my reputation is not worthless, and I'm not nothing. Okay. I realize I had the misfortune to be a white male, and that's the worst thing. Well, there you is. know, uh, I'm going to pause. But I'm still not worthless. I'm going to pause for a second and say a name. Huh. To this guy that I just mentioned, because I don't want to get in more yeah. trouble, some ex like threw a public uh, Twitter rape claim at him. Yeah, and he was like super worried. I guess all his friends believed him. Yeah, um, and then eventually she goes, "No, I was just upset about." And he was like, "Well, can you take that down then? Can you please yeah. take that down then?" Because this is like that's people outrageous, still think, and it's so easily. If he was a bigger comic, then he's why done. did she do that? She was upset about him her her getting dumped or something. Did he not wear a condom? Was that what that is? I don't know something like that. I'm not exactly some, sure. Yeah, they're trying to do the Julian Assange. Uh, yeah, but it's bullshit. like, but it's like, it was just really bad, and it was like this guy's going to be really strung up over somebody. Somebody they took back. Well, you somebody know, let back. me tell you something. I talked to this person I spoke to who who I totally believe, by the way. Who who this, this woman? I don't know her name. The one in this case. Yes. Okay. Okay. This UCB case. And I brought, I brought up shit like that because I've had my own issues of, of someone, people telling lies about me. And I, yeah. and I brought it up to her. And she's like, well, did they go to the police or did they go? And I go, no. In fact, when I think about it, there's a big difference between someone saying you did it and you didn't on social media and you going to prison for a crime you didn't commit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and to say i see what i understand is it's just as easy to say this person is being investigated for for rape mm-hmm. and it's a simple wording change yeah and i think it it's better than saying they're guilty oh okay? well for sure but and, still it's like they're guilty when but, you hear that but okay if i believe this person because now i believe this person did it i'm not even saying his name mm-hmm. okay but i believe he did it based okay. on what what the story i was told yeah. and by the way that was very gracious of this woman to call me after I, I, because she goes, look, you had some good points, but you made me cry. She's the one who was, was yeah. playing the guy, mm-hmm. and you made a bunch of these other women who that he who, got. who I believe her are victims cry, and they didn't understand what I was getting at. Why and did you know they cry? What? Because what I said was in a very harsh tone, and if someone tells them I'm saying this about them, like they're an idiot. See, she that's the problem. It's she like, didn't what? post. Her, somebody else posted on behalf of her, so 
she didn't want someone to think she didn't go to cops and went to a clown school. She didn't go to cops. Yeah, maybe. Well, hypothetically, because I'm not going to say why. But because I said I'm not, I'm going to let her tell her own thing. Okay, I'm not blowing up her spot. She can make a statement. But hypothetically, maybe she did go to the cops, and the cops weren't weren't very helpful. Right. Like and also hypothetically, after you get raped, you might be in so much shock that that you actually take a shower even as you're telling yourself don't take a shower don't take a shower so now are you so so look i'm just saying sometimes you don't you sometimes it's not feasible as feasible your point though when you were saying it was listen listen fine string up all you want but like wait but listen definitely also go to the cops i know are you no longer saying that no 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 no. i'm not no longer saying it what i'm saying is so let's say you were in shock and you didn't go to the cops right away and you showered too quickly yeah and now there's no evidence and then you and then you let's say you went to the cops and now it's two years later what can they do I don't even know if cops are investigating this dude right now, okay? All this attention was focused on me. I don't know that anybody's investigating him. I think it's a good bet no one is. Also, if this guy is this dangerous, which I believe he is, I'm just saying my belief, what I think, um, how the fuck is he still, I mean, you've got to let people know that, that what's going on because he could be working somewhere for years and doing this and nobody does anything. Just not at the UCB. I mean, yeah. Like, what? What do you do? Like, if you got, you got to tell UCB or whoever. Well, I'm not you, saying. What do you anybody, do though? What, what do you do though? Um, you handle it's not it. string off on social media. What do you do? That won't get it done. You can just move. Um, what do you do? W- what they could. Well, you could on social media say someone's under investigation. Okay, you could do that. You got to be real careful how you handle it. I'm just saying, don't throw it out there like it's no big deal to destroy a man's a man's identity and reputation because I have as much value as anyone. Despite being white and a I male. saw one comment on the, on the fucking rage on you. One comment was like, I think what a lot of the feminists don't understand is Kurt is coming at it from a place of, oh, I could easily be accused of something and strung up right. with, with no... And so me, from my point of view, right. and from my gender and who I am, right. I, that's a dangerous like precedent to set for that's anyone right. to take me down. That's right. And so, so everyone... So that's sh- what scares you. And Okay. Now, here's the other thing I noted. And by the way, I would say... Number one, if someone's an accuser and someone's the accused, yeah, uh, both people should be spoken to. Okay, there's this idea. That guy wasn't at the UCB. I I can't give details about it, but hypothetically, I can't. I can't. There's gonna be lawsuits. Okay, and and there's reasons. Can I tell you what I heard? What he did? Well, hold up. Okay. Um, but but hypothetically, and not saying anything did or didn't happen. Let's say UCB hears this and. They just go. They don't even go to him to ask him about it. That's wrong. They should. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. And this is this is something they took. People took from college campuses where they don't even speak to the accused. They just let him know he's been. They did for the mattress guy. They did speak to him. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, we've looked at it, and we don't think you did anything." Right. Well, that mattress girl's a liar, a very obvious liar. Um, but that's that's the thing that she sticks out. And can I tell you this though? When you say accused, um, do you remember when Atlanta had the Olympics in I think Mm ninety something, and there's a bombing, right? And they said we have a suspect, and it was some old guy with white hair or whatever it was. It was some security guard. Um, turns out. It wasn't the guy. Right. He got so many death threats. I know. His life was he, ruined. He, no, it wasn't ruined. See, that's the thing. Everybody goes, your life. Now your life's ruined. We got to stop saying that. That's what I realize is very damaging. Because even the Duke lacrosse team, their life is not ruined. That guy became a millionaire. He sued and won millions of dollars from the government. And rightly so. Because his life was ruined. 
Yeah, but now his life, he's still alive and he has millions and he's not a security guard. Okay, so, so you're saying it's too, too harsh it's, that it's, life it's, was ruined? We got to stop with the hyperbole with everything. Yeah. But unfortunately, everyone's so black and white and there's no nuance with anything. Um, um, that, that's, that's what I spoke to her about, the, the woman who I believe is a victim, was the fear of being gone girled. What does that mean? The movie Gone Girl. I remember it. With Ben Affleck and his wife fakes that she got murdered by him and really she's staying an old boyfriend's and everyone thinks he killed his wife. And, and she's still alive. Yeah, she's just a cunt in real life. So the, 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 the fear is what? Of being gone girl, like an evil woman's going to... And by the way, it's a very, it happens all the time and you wouldn't what? believe how the, the, a woman's angry enough to lie and just fuck sure. your life up. Okay? However... I 100% believe actual rape is more common. Super minority okay. case in, ter- in, ca- in, in, right. ter- in relation to actual rapes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you think about how rape, uh, there's a better way to think about it when you go, because I would talk about it like, okay, my bike getting stolen. You got to mm-hmm. chain your bike up. It's not my fault if my bike gets taken, but I could have been smarter about how I had my bike, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The way to think about it, I would say to people, or how I think about it now when I think about like, I don't think about it in those analogies. I think about it in the analogy this way. My girlfriend, my sister, my mother gets raped. How do I want it handled? Okay? I don't think it's my wallet got taken. That's not the way to relate to it. Relate to it is you have a loved one that got raped. Now, what do you want to happen? Okay? And be reasonable. Do you want this, this, and this? And, and, and that's the way to think about it if you're a guy or, or someone who, or, an, or a woman, anybody think about it. What I would want, yeah. let's put it in that, in that context. Yeah. Because I know a lot of times they do this with cops. Like, if you just don't yell at them, why would that guy not put his hands up? Like, doesn't mean you should get murdered. Right. You know? But, okay, what I would want if, if, if a sister or a loved one got raped, yeah. what I'd want is to be able to go to the police, mm-hmm. have the police go, oh, fuck. Right. Hold on. Do you need anything? Let's get you help. Right. Let's get you a seat. Right. So sorry you went through this. Let's uh, at least as much customer service as fucking T-Mobile when they go. Well, we gotta, we definitely gotta get you back up on even on, a on, friendly robot voice. Yeah, and yeah. then investigate it, find the guy, right? Prosecute him, right? Uh, prove that he did it, and have him go to jail for let's say six to ten years. Okay. So now here's the issues with that. Um, Maybe five years. I firsthand from talking to people. It's horrific the way the police handle it. They mm-hmm. put you in an interrogation room like you're a criminal right. to report a rape. So already a problem. Not to mention the backlog of untested rape kits right. that are just never going to be tested. Okay? Not to mention my girlfriend just sat on a jury for a rape case. She actually got in touch with the woman who was the victim finally. And, of and what? Of the rape. Of the, she sat of, on, on the rape case? Yeah. My, she'll tell you about it. She sat on a jury for this. Oh, and the guy, they couldn't yeah. find the guy guilty. And the guy clearly did it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, sh- and, it, and there are reasons why they couldn't find him. And it's partly because the prosecution fucked up. And it's almost like the game was rigged from the start. It is hard to prove. That's right. I will I tell know. you this, though. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, go ahead. Keep yeah. going. So, so now, and it's the way that a lot of these dippy millennials, they, they're like, well, police are just, you know, they mix in all their goddamn left-wing bullshit where the police are infiltrated by the Ku Klux Klan and you can never talk to police. That's what this moron who wrote a blog about me said. What? That she thinks the, that the, the, you can't ever go to the, the police should be bypassed altogether. Always? Always. Not just rape? Right. And in every case for everything. Because she's an idiot. Well, we don't have to talk. She's a moron. I'm, I'm done talking about her. But, but that's a different person. The woman that I spoke to that I believe got raped was not a moron. She was very funny and I liked her a lot. I don't yeah. know her name. But she thought everything that I thought that was ridiculous but she's in a bad spot and she needs so you should be rapist yeah she needs help she needs help from these people that suck and what am i going to do judge her i can't okay so so 
you know, just whenever she comes out with whatever happened, I hope people listen to her because it was what I realized from if I had had her story, I wouldn't have identified with the dude. See, without anything to go on, I project myself onto the accused. Because you look like him. Right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about this guy. People are just saying he's a rapist and I'm supposed to believe it. Yeah. That's fu- what if that was me? You know, there was a. Uh... But now I have two sides of a story. I heard him talk and I heard one of the women talk. So now when I heard her story, I projected onto her instead because her story was very compelling and it's believable. It's also like who gets, who gets the first word out is a lot of times who you will side with. And all I said was get the word out, give me more to go on than just, psst, there was a UCB investigation, That's the, which there wasn't. That was incorrect terminology. That was a mistake by someone. What was there? Nothing even close to that. Just, just some, UCB saying Somebody stupidly wrote that who's not even affiliated with UCB. Was UCB even, did they do anything? Yeah, but I can't even talk about what they did. Jesus, Kurt. But I can't. I can't. Um, but the person, and it's, and there's a good reason why, which I'll tell you later. But, but the the person who wrote that was not affiliated with UCB. They chose that language to sound important. That's what a lot of them yeah. do. With, let's say it'll be one case of something. Let's say right. uh, a guy beat up somebody. Let's say right. I beat up Bobby Lee, right. and I did. Yeah. Then someone will say you he beat up somebody. Him. Yeah. And then they go, oh really? And then someone else will go, yeah, oh yeah, Ari beats up people. There you go. To make it sound stronger. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Ari beats up people. Right. Now it's a plural. And it's like, that's not what happened, though. And now there's a lie that that woman, uh, Sadie Doyle, has, has put around about me that I choke and beat women. She actually added beat to it. Yeah. I have never, I have no record of any kind. I have never done that, okay? The thing that I was referring to when I, and I did use the term criminally choked in a comment yeah. was hyperbole. Yeah. Even my ex, who I, I was like, maybe I should have her on the show to explain that I don't do that. She was like, why do you make everything so dramatic? Like, you didn't do that. And I was like, you know what? But that's what everybody does. Yeah. When I go, when I go, uh, when I go uh, uh, nobody likes whatever, you know. Uh, this isn't plugged into anything. It is. It, yeah. Is it not? No. It's not charging. Oh, well. Plug it into this then. Plug it Wait, into- no, no. Now it's working. Um, yeah uh, when I go uh, uh, a show is worse like it gets w- worse ratings and I go like oh nobody watches fucking so and so anymore you know right. and somebody go like yes, tons of people watch 100,000 people watch it I'm like yeah that's not what I mean I mean like nobody watches it is it getting is it getting charged or no oh yeah it's now it is I don't know what happened just okay. it's alright um, yeah exactly they say that yeah, shit it's, it's all hyperbole. definitive and it's a stupid and you're like yeah I know a lot of I know semantics. I don't mean nobody watches obviously but but dude, I didn't have that. So because of that stupid use of language, which was not even UCB or anyone affiliated with them, um, I got it. I projected. And by the way, oh, but, uh, by the way, just before we get on, just speaking of UCB, yeah. here's the one hundred dollars you get for doing this podcast. Oh, well, someone is a fair trade coffee, free range chicken. Getting one of the top comedians in the world to do my podcast, of course. Yeah, thanks, when you buddy. ask them to be funny or whatever. You should be paying them. Whatever. Do what you want, UCB, but let's just know people are out there paying people for their talents. Yeah, I wish I knew how to make money on my podcast to pay <laughs> anybody for being on. It's somehow, you name a podcast, Race Wars, it's not profitable. <laughs> somehow, it ends up being a poor choice of merchandising names. But white robes sell a ton, but they don't, they don't have the money to sponsor. <laughs> um, I shouldn't, but this is the other thing. I'm not getting any more fights. Number one, I'm not giving away shit for free on Facebook ever again. That's my own little well, self-esteem. I disagree. I think you will. I'm not, on promotions, that's it. What do you, you mean? Buy a ticket, you want to see anything. You're still going to put out rants on Facebook. I'm never doing it again. I think you're wrong. 
I, I'm telling you. How I don't much. think you're lying for the record. I just yeah. think you're wrong. I well, think I'm you just will not going that. to. I mean, All I'm right. just not. We'll see. Well, but my whole philosophy is like completely different. I told you I'm not. It's that's since then because I'm writing a TV series now. Yeah. Which since I haven't been doing that on Facebook, like you're more venting, creative with that. Yeah, a million times. Oh, it turns out. Way. It turns out I I have like such energy to write for everything and be paid for it that if I'm not venting, like if I'm not venting every little frustration on social media, yeah, I have to sit with my dissatisfaction and then it becomes something better. I heard and, Norton when he got thrown off for like two weeks when they got banned for like that homeless guy saying he wants to hold down Condoleezza Rice yeah. until, he lo- until she yeah, loves yeah. him. And they were like, you're saying rape is okay. He goes, no, we were talking to a crazy person. Right. And he wasn't even saying No, that. they try to put it on you, right. Yeah, but anyway, when he was offered to, he said, I'm going crazy because I have no creative outlet. And that's what it is. Yeah, and that's what I realized. Like my creative outlet was, oh, I could be. So my hands are like spiders, like this. Like, eh, yeah. eh. And I just put them in front of a keyboard, and then I start making shit. And that's what I should have been doing. But instead, I got, I got addicted to this, and it's an addiction. I felt it when I, I felt the withdrawal from it. Was from Facebook? Oh, absolutely, dude. Nobody agrees with me on this. The, the phone, social media in general, is an addiction. Yeah, no, it's awful. And people are like, it's not an addiction, just use it less. Like, that's like someone with cigarettes in their pocket just to not smoke them. Right, I'm not that kind of person. And so here's what it did to me. It makes you think that the social media world's important, which it's not. Which it's not. Okay? Even your friend that you're talking about, it's not important. That's mm-hmm. not going to be a thing. You, you I don't even really know who the fuck he is. All right. I'm like, oh, someone lied about him on Twitter. That's all it's going to shit. The shit that happened to me is not important. I was like, huge news. I couldn't even a week later while on the road talk about it with the people understanding what it was about. You don't think uh, in Hollywood someone's going to like not hire you? Um, this is the point I keep coming back to for the idiots who think that they can actually do anything to my career. Yeah. Um, actual rapists get work. Right. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay? Jeepers Creepers 3 is coming out. Who, what is that? Part 3 of Jeepers Creepers, yes. the horror movie. Who, who, I'm saying who made it. Like, the pedophile who raped a child who made powder. Who Remember Silver? the movie Powder? Uh-huh. The director of that got charged with taking a child across state lines to fuck. Oh. And he's still making movies. Right. Okay? So just so you know, there's no punishment system for a guy who misspoke on Facebook one time that's going to end my career. There's no such thing. The, the comedy business needs me more than I need it. And that's a fact. That's not me bragging. I've written for everyone great, and I'm going to continue to do so because I'm real good at it. And you literally can't do shit to me that way. Here's what people don't understand, too. Like, I saw Bird do this once at Up yeah. All, where he was like, you should get him fired. He goes, from what? I, I, I go do stand-up. People who want to see me pay me to, to right. watch. I have no job. Right. I have no boss. Right. And, like, for me, people are like, we're going to, like, fuck with you. And it's like, oh, maybe, but here's the deal. The only thing I like doing is creating stand-up. Right. I will continue doing that, whether it's right. for $100,000 or 1000 or $10 no, they don't or get zero. It. I understand. That's yeah. my career no, is creating dude and they're dumb it won't stop and they're that. silly no talent money first yeah. of all our you job, might get this money income uh source shut off a little and so they'll right. have to go do that one instead right but it, it doesn't matter but i've i've I, I lost a comedy knockout appearance because i understand it was the week of and what are they going to do have me they couldn't right but but You'll just get I'll, it on later i'll just go on later yeah. i mean i literally just had my profile raised this is all you're doing. And, and what these imbeciles think is that it's a form of democracy. Yeah. Like, finally, direct democracy. Because millennials are such fucking fat little foodies. Like, just overstuffed ticks with free entertainment. They think not only are they a part of the industry, 
That's what that Twitter shit is. Well, I'm going to write to Amy Schumer. You don't know her. They do get people fired from their job, though. Lynch, EU lynch mobs do get people fired from their job. Well, any place that would cave to that, I didn't. you're not hurting me because I don't want to. Like, if I you lost. become free of it. Let's say I lost a club date, okay, yeah. even from that. I'll never work at that club ever the fuck again when it blows over. Because you know like? you've demonstrated yeah. to me that you're not. If you're a club owner, yeah. your obligation it's to defend the comedian. All that's how the seller does in every good club, dude. When I la- my excuse me, my second to last uh, scandal yeah. that I had, I get into them all the time. Um, no, third to last. Excuse me. Um, they called the, this Latino DJ from Charlotte found my amazing racist videos. I was like, yeah. what? And got everybody up in arms. It yeah. happens every every like six months. I just get like a that's thousand hysterical. Facebooks, and I'm like, what? Who who else found it for the first time? Yeah. And um, and so anyway, they called the stand. They called the stand and they were like, right. uh, well, you need to ban this guy. You know, you need to not have him on because I was on the lineup that night. Yourself. I was on the lineup that night. But, uh, shit. But they called Chris Italia and Chris Italia is like, <laughs> you want me to ban? That's a good club. They're like, we'll go broke before we tell a comic. No, that is a good club. Of what you I really like. want to name the club that didn't, didn't back. Hey, come yeah, in. Come in. Oh. Open it. Is it closed? Is it locked? You want to name the club? Oh, right. But maybe I shouldn't, but I'll never go there again. Ever okay. again. Hi. Ever again, because that, that book yeah, had demonstrated true. their It's almost punk. like, fuck you. I got thrown off. A, I got told I, I can't do a, a TV show anymore. And I'm like, oh, for some guy who is mad at especially never saw? I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to go on that show anymore. I don't really want to put, I don't want to <laughs> add right Yeah, so you. you did me a favor. Um, do you have that battery? Yeah. Yeah, you did me a favor if you uh, didn't put me out. I won't say the name. I'll tell you after, but yeah. I'll, uh, you're, you're banned from it. me Hold ever on. setting foot there again. Hold on. Damn. Yeah, I'll never work wow. there ever again under any circumstance because that person's a, a you know. And the, by the way, if you're a club owner that does that and you don't stick up for the comic, you're, you're, you're lower than, you're lower than shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're lower than shit. I mean, you, you really don't wow. deserve And here's the thing. Business. When they say there's protests, it's like, oh, no, I get it. People are coming after you a little bit online. Yeah. Saying, so say too bad. All you have to do is ignore it for two weeks, and it will go away. Uh, How you, do you not know that by you, now? You could be woke, but anyone that bans. You could be woke. Anybody that, yeah, you could be woke uh, to be in a different business. Don't Anyone that books a club who would actually b- b- let a protester... Say who's going to be there. That means you're not an artist. You should be run out of this business. You yeah. should be run out of the business. Okay? And I'll let everyone know, too. Wow. That club canceled you. Yeah. They're, they're finished with me. And I'm going to let everyone know that's what they did. They're finished with me. See, you, just, you don't but understand. But you won't let I'll, people know right now. I'm not going to do it on the show because I'm not going to create an issue. It's, I'm going to do it privately okay. with comics. Right. Okay? It's like when somebody bounces a check. Yeah. Like just so you know, I'm telling everything doesn't need to be put on social media, right? Okay, because what you do if you put it here is you're going to have a whole bunch of like non comedians going fuck you. How could you not defend con-? and then take more abuse? And it's like that's not what I want. I just want to let people who need to know know. Well, if you don't stand up for com- comics, you don't deserve to be in this business and go fuck yourself. What my crime was slightly misspeaking on Facebook when I had excellent points. That's my you crime. Have a lot of good points. That's my crime. Go fuck yourself. And the backlash, see, everyone's getting sick of this bullshit. So it's going to turn around the other way. Sort of, but there's still enough people. Here's what I noticed. There was this case in D.C. Um, these two kids, I, th- I believe a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, walking down a semi-busy street by themselves. Let's say like a First Avenue type place. But this isn't New York where everybody walks around by themselves all the time. Um, and somebody pulls over and is like, Kids, where, where are your parents? Like, who, who's, who, who's are you? Why are you walking alone? 
and they're like, oh, we're going home. We're at the park. We're going home. And uh, they're like, what by yourself? Like, why are who's the nobody's watching you? And he goes, no, it's like, oh, this is Ray wrong. We got, she called the cops. She goes, we got to find where these kids are uh, live. Yeah. And they called the cops. The cops came, and the kids are like, oh, we live there. And so they called the parents. The parents are like, oh no no, we, we we taught our kids how to walk home from the park. Uh, the eight year old can't, but as long as she's with the ten year old, then then it's okay. I remember that, yeah. Ninety five percent of the people who read that story were on the side of the parents. Yes, they trust their children right. to walk home. They have taught them well. Right. Five percent were not on the side of the parents. Right. And those five percent came after those parents so hard right. and gave them so much vitriol and like you should have your kids taken away from you right. that it became overwhelming to them. Right. This fuck on their psyche. This sort of like fuck you. You're an awful person. It's like well, wait, you know what, what? It, dude? It it gets overwhelming. Well, Karen was there. She knows it. Fucking with the shit that got to me was like people were saying they're gonna like rape my my fiance. Wow. To teach me about rape culture. I mentioned this before on other shit, but I'm like, wow. Yeah. Should dye your hair? Should dye your hair? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, by the way, a fantastic lesson about rape culture. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that there's probably that. an issue here. Hey, come this way. I'm going to get another mic, an extender. All right. Well, I got to go to the bathroom. So here, uh, Karen, I'll you take it. this. Okay. Hey. Hey. Wait, you were going to tell me something, Karen. Okay, we'll take a break for a second. Doing the pigeon. Pigeon, doing pigeon every day. <laughs> All right, so here. So now, let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, and Karen, I want to ask you about that thing. Okay. Um, that, that rape case you sat on. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. Let's do that first, actually. Okay. Was you reached out to the girl? That you couldn't prove? Yeah, right. So we couldn't prove it because the prosecutor filed these unprovable indictments where we had to find for intent, right? So to find for intent, you have to figure out what someone was thinking before he committed the crime. Yeah. And we couldn't do it because we would have had to prove... It would have had to be proven that he'd busted through her front door of her apartment and there was no evidence for it at all. So the prosecutor fucked up. We had to acquit the guy. Nobody knows... Nobody knows why unless the jurors talk about it, right? And then the jurors are under no obligation to do that. So I wrote him this whole email, like, in good faith. thinking you wrote who? The prosecutor. Yeah. Thinking, like, I was naive. I was, like, Saying, just so you know, we, we could have done this if, if you didn't. Right. Exactly. I'm like, just so you know, this is what happened. This is exactly how the argument went. And this is where we got tripped up. He never responded. And I was like, all right. And then, but it bothered me for a long time and then finally I talked to Barry Crimmins about it for like hours you gotta tell me who this guy is by the way he's the best but he like he's like a fixer and I was like in tears on the phone with him and this is months after the trial and he was like maybe you should reach out to this girl because I bet she'd want to hear all this so it took like two seconds obviously to track her down on Facebook I found her and I wrote this whole thing like I'm sorry if you don't want to hear from me but um, just so you know People believed you and people listened to you. And if you want to know what happened and why he was acquitted, just let me know. I'd be happy to like tell, tell you, you everything. Yeah. So she did. She was like, you know, I've had no idea this whole time. People told me to get over it. And I tried, but I've been trying to get over something that had no closure. And um, she was like, I really want to know. Why couldn't you guys force a mistrial if you believed me? It was like, it was sad. It was heartbreaking a little. Yeah. So I forwarded her this email that I'd sent him, right? Which is totally exhaustive. Like, if she had any questions about how we treated anything, it was in there. And um, she was, 
she was sweet. She wrote me back and she was like, I finally get it. All the puzzle pieces are clicking together. And she answered my questions that I'd had about the evidence in the email, you know, where I was like, we don't know this. We don't know this. She answered it. Oh, I was like what happened to the grocery? The, she goes, I put the them pro- away. Why didn't the prosecutor ask that? I don't know. I don't, she was saying that too. We both were like, why did he, because you know, once you get the case yeah. and you can start deliberating, you realize it's just like a puzzle. That's all it is. It's, you have the evidence, you have facts. You can't go back and, and say, uh, can no. I ask what happened to the groceries? Nope. You can't. And you, but like the thing is, it's just a logic, logic puzzle where you try to figure out how this information fits in the very strict definition like parameters of the law right so you would expect that the lawyers would have done that work it's just logical deduction that's all like you'd expect that they would have done it before it got to us i felt like i did the work of it that the lawyer didn't do do you know what i mean yeah and it was like doomed before i'd even gotten in there because it took us two days to get to the point where we didn't have the evidence he should have known that he's the one that knew all the evidence and the law before we even got in there so he cocked up and then I guess she called the DA's office and said, after that. Uh, yeah. And she was, oh, because she had no idea what the defense, the defense said she was a coked up prostitute and she's a regular girl. That's yeah. what he said. And she had no idea because she's not allowed to be in the courtroom after she testifies. Why? I don't know. She said also he discouraged her from hiring a lawyer. He goes, I don't like to work with other lawyers. But if she'd the had prosecutor? a lawyer, yeah, she would have had a representative in the courtroom even when she couldn't have been there. Yeah. So it was fucked up on every level. So I guess she called his supervisor. Yeah. And um and was like, why didn't you guys after I t- after the trial, why didn't you inform me of um what the defense had said when I asked you? And yeah. they said like, we'll get back to you on that, and never did. Uh. So now he knows I blew up his spot. Well, good. Well, Who cares? Listen, yeah, the, good. The, the, the thing is, mediocre employee. Like this is like a real yep. problem, okay? And um, all these people online that think they're helping with this bullshit are not helping. They what do you mean? Be, what do you mean helping with the bullshit? With the little takedowns and all that little nonsense they do, it's yeah. not really helping a problem. Someone like me, if if he was, yeah, it's amazing they were going problem. after you more than they were going after the guy they're talking about. That, yeah. That and by the way, I, I did a survey on stage. I'm like, how many people know of who I am and this thing? And right. like maybe ten people out of a packed house. Oh, that's a thing. That's okay. What, and then two people knew who the actual rapist was. Whoa. You know, I was like, slow clap for America time, guys. You did it. So so anyway, the, the, the way this works on the law enforcement side, that's where like 90% of the focus should be. Yeah. On uh, when someone's a victim coming in and not being made to feel like a criminal. Can I tell you one thing in, yeah. def- in defense of, and this is not going to be actually in defense of cops, but in defense of cops not mishandling rape cases. Yeah. They, the stat I've seen is of, of whatever, 1.7% of uh, rapes are uh, have the person go to jail. Right. Uh, but another stat I saw was of thefts, 3.2% of thefts, uh, people who steal go to jail. Right. It seems to me just like cops suck. Well, I think that it's the, the point is not that cops suck. I mean, they might suck, but rape is, spe- is a specific thing. Sexual assault's different because consent means intent, right? Intent is inherent to... Um, sexual assault cases and that's really really hard to prove what someone was thinking before they touched you even if you know you have to prove it in a court of law whereas theft is pretty straightforward you took a thing that didn't belong to you and it can be proven do you guys see now when when you have no kind of legal recourse uh, I think Franklin said this about uh, revolution if you can't like peacefully change stuff you'll eventually like violently change stuff right you'll revolt Isn't this, isn't like a, a court of public appeal, a, a, a e mob? Isn't, isn't that an yeah. inevitability that we're going to string somebody up on our own because no one will take care of it? Sure, but but uh, see, this is the comment I made before why this wasn't a lynch mob. That yeah. thing I had is because 
even a lynch mob occasionally hung an actual rapist. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I had never heard of a lynch mob breaking off pursuit to go after a guy who said maybe lynch mobs are bad. Right, and yeah. Most of, your point, most of your point was like, guys... You, and also... What, lynch mobs end result is not that my career gets boosted well also it wasn't <laughs> like it on wasn't no like level the, is this as good or effective as a lynch mob but it wasn't like the evidence was so overwhelming and then the cops did nothing and it pushed people to take justice into their own hands yeah. there was at the time nothing and people yeah. just flipped the fuck out because he said something they're waiting and, and look dude I was like this why does it matter because I look at faith I never read other people's before I, I always this whole time yeah. I've been doing it for years never read other people's okay and then when I finally looked at other people's they're all doing the same thing I was doing putting out stuff their opinions yeah. and why did mine matter I think Donald well, Trump should be matter? blah blah blah, yeah. blah. But, yeah. so I'm not doing anything anybody else did. well the way Attell says it is it's all kind of senseless they will come for all of us the e-rage will come for all of us well, at some point well the reason is I'm too good to be on there doing that that's why right. everybody's doing the same thing but for some reason I was the focus mm-hmm. oh I'm giving away something for free that you should have to pay to see so I'm done with the promotional so, phase. So well, I'm not going to be ranting. I'll okay, I know, I know, I know you yeah. said that. But listen, let me ask you a question. So now you said um, it's it's the fucking, let's call them militant feminists. That's what I like to call them. I call Same them big as, sisters. I like to call even, them extreme Muslims too, extreme Islamists, you know? Well, big but it's not most of them. Most of them are fine. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to malign feminism like that. Some people hate it. I don't. I'm oh. for it. So, so. But, let me say, but, but, here, but here's the deal. That's not most of them that were eventually against you. you that kind of got more widespread to where it was sort of a man men got involved it's, it's people who are like in the big sister thing which is but they also I saw a lot of people just read headlines and was like yeah fucked up but there's an industry about this and, and a lot of people who supposedly are stand ups what their dream is you know because some people want to be an actor but they yeah. do stand up yeah. okay? uh-huh. some sure. people want to be the face of activism yeah like a, their own little d and so like I'll report somebody so they go I'm a stand up and this is going to be my stepping stone to being a guy with a megaphone right or a woman with a megaphone by the way that's, that's that's why I don't like you having those people on your podcast that were just Facebook warriors well, that's that, that why, aren't developed comics that you're like people, elevating them because they were making right. stupid points well I points. thought they, they understood that how much it was helping them to just even have me speak to them and it turns out they were aware the whole time yeah. but for a different reason it was so they could pretend that I was like it was some form of harassment. Me, me, me talking to you. Well, this online. on your the, Facebook wall. This, was, yeah, this is, was now yeah. their new way of them not writing jokes. Yeah, it's yet another way. Yeah, another way not to write a joke. And so, people do anything except the actual job. Yeah, and they'll all be upset that they're not getting this or that. Yeah, that's the, the girl groups, the secret, secret, quote unquote, girl groups. Listen, where it's like, where it's woman, like, you guys are all on here, not writing jokes. I'm not welcome there, by the way. I'm not if you're part of stand up, okay? They don't woman in stand up, and you're funny. And you're not you're not getting to where you're making a living. That's all your fault. There's oh, no reason. It is you're, so you're easy. If you're an about. okay female comic, you'll yeah. be fine. On my well, every day, I pray that the new stereotype will be uh, white males who specifically are named Kurt Metzger <laughs> aren't funny <laughs> because that would be the greatest bar in the. I'll, I'll look like I'm flying. I saw a girl, a woman say uh, say, um, "I wish finally men would stop saying you're funny for a woman," and I wanted to tell her like, "Hey." Do you know what the alternative is? <laughs> the alternative that? is not them going, you're funny. The alternative is them going, you're not funny. Right. They're not just, they're not qualifying it for Why no reason. give a shit? Like, this is what I understand. See, that's the, this is that. You're a good basketball thing. player for a six-year-old. What, yeah, like, that doesn't mean, if you're if they take that great, away, you're not a good basketball no, player. No, listen, it's, it's a great compliment, though. It's like, we're not all in this together. Like, if you go, you're funny for a man. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I understand where she's coming from where it's like what does me being a woman have to do with anything I'm just funny that's what she's she's not thinking of it as I'm fighting for all women yeah. she's thinking of it as oh so I couldn't have been like I, I get where she's coming from with that actually who's she though the one he's talking about oh, who's yeah. mad about all right, all right. 
Um, and I get what's annoying, but just taking it as a compliment because it, it's the same thing as when I did the black rooms and they go, you're funny for, for a white, white guy. Man, yeah. Whatever. Just a compliment. And I didn't go, oh, so white men can't be... I went, oh, I'm, I'm the one that's special. Good. That means they don't expect matters. you to be and then there there you are. But, but I, I really I think it means... she's coming from, but there's no unity. Well, guess what? She wouldn't be... She just wouldn't be called funny otherwise. The people that are going to help you in this business are going to be overwhelmingly men. Yeah. Um, and that's who's going to be nicer to you. In fact... More than likely, if you're a woman in this business, you're going to experience evil from other women more than men. Oh, I knew a, I knew a woman who who actively who act, told her agent not to pick up her one of her best friends right. as a client because they it looked too much be alike, even though they did not look alike. They were just no, both cute and, female and, comics. And, and if you think of insecurity <laughs> the way stand-up comedians are with their insecurities and their yeah. vanities, you can ratchet that up to 10 with a woman mm-hmm. because... Just what you said. She looks too much like me. She doesn't look anything like you. Oh, we have to get past your fucking woman-level dysmorphia now? Yeah. Man-level so, dysmorphia is bad enough. <laughs> Woman-level is insane. So you're going to face more awful shit. And it is an evil thing. It's a There can only be room for one woman. And it's going to be me and not you, mm-hmm. bitch. And that's what you're going to face mm-hmm. in comedy more than men. Now... I know some women have been honest about it and say, yeah, more but, more female on. comics coming in hurt my chances to, of to success. To be fair, though, to, to especially like... Especially some of the female comics I've talked to recently. Yeah. Because I'm used to being in, like, the cellar, that scene, okay? Yeah. The cellar is, like, everyone's afraid that they're going to be mocked, which you will be. Mocked, right. And you should be mocked. But you will be regardless. Right. But it's, it's like, inclusive and it's honest. Mm -hmm. See, this Brooklyn scene where it's, like, Alton, I throw UCB in with them even though there's one in Manhattan and whatever. That scene of BK horseshit where it's, like, Alty... And a bar called all the shitty rooms where you hear about how terrible it is for female comics. You know what? It is that terrible. I had no idea. The beta male comedian out there is a predator <laughs> and they pretend to be nice to your face and they're out to get you. They're out mm-hmm. to cosby you, mm-hmm. the ones that are predators. Yeah. Okay? And even if they're not trying to outright And they hang you, out in inclusive rooms or something. Yeah, they don't mock each other. They never mock you to your face, but they just quietly exclude or worst case scenario, some of them are rapists. So, so I wasn't even aware of what was going on because I haven't. I don't tra- run in that scene. Not okay. Right. So now, now that I'm a little more aware, it's just this is why I should have been on Facebook talking to people that I don't need to talk to that are not in my realm. But now that I have, and I've told, what I realize is a lot of people looked up to me. That's who I needed to apologize to. Not any of these people out to get me, but people who were fans that didn't understand what I was saying. Okay, and there's a lot of them. Why? Yeah. And I wrote to every single person that I could who messaged me. Said, what you, my said, what are you, you said, what are you doing? No, I just hash it out with every single person. No, the people who reached out and said, what, you, what is this? What are you doing? Well, people who were on my side or people yeah. who were against me, I said the same things too. And I had a lot of people like turn around and they were just couldn't believe I spoke to them. Right. So it, it, it's easy to get, when you get on these stupid social media things, you create your own bubble that you end up living in. Yeah. Where you think that, the, you know, this is the whole world and it's not. And it, and it makes it hard for you to talk to other people. It yeah, does. and you think it's all so important. I mean, right? Like you said, most people don't know. Eric Abrams asked me last time I had a, had a big thing. He was like, and he's like, oh, New York. Like, are, what are people saying? Like, what do crowds say? I'm like, they just Nothing. go, there's the guy from TV. Yeah, no. They, they don't have any idea. I said this from let before. Me, let me ask you a question, though, Kurt. Yeah. When, the, when the, the rage comes at you from right. all, from Twitter, Facebook, I'm sure, yeah. uh, Karen, you're getting uh, threatened to get raped. No, they, they don't lesson. say it to her. They say it to me. Right. Went to him. But when this all happens, what's yeah. the overall psyche effect on you of getting that much negativity um, thrown at you? It's demoralizing, dude, for sure. But yeah. the thing that was really getting at me was the threats at my fiance. That that that's look. That's not even a thing I thought was really going to happen. Yeah. But 
that, that's just a, an ugly thing to put in your head that it only takes like three to be like Jesus three people said they're gonna have that thought you know yeah and um a lot of it was just wishing it on me it wasn't outright but whatever like it's that's such a dark thing to have in you and then somebody wrote in heavy I used to work for heavy.com oh right heavy.com wrote an article about her this, everything I woke, you I need to know to text being like wake up bitch there's an article <laughs> <laughs> everything you need to know about Kurt Masker's girlfriend first of all you don't need to know shit about my girlfriend why are they writing this this guy at heavy he huh. writes about any person in the news he writes about their girlfriend so oh, Snowden really? everything you need to know about uh, Snowden's huh. girlfriend that's what this piece of shit does for a living so what do they write about you Kurt well, one she's of the, a Jew. One of it was, I'm a Jew. <laughs> That's what they exposed. They brought out. It was all just shit you'd see on a private Facebook. So it was like my dad's Facebook profile picture and my sisters and where they went to school. Like just the shit that you can see without friending somebody. Yeah, these these uh, activists, activists. Well, it's not an activist. They, it's they go after. I used to work for them. This is the worst. Really? Part. I used to write for Heavy like 13 years ago, and now they're a pure clickbait site. And <sighs> I guess they don't when they did their investigative journalism into my Jew girlfriend here, yeah, they, they didn't notice that they've paid me <laughs> that you're many employee, times to yeah. work for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't get none of them. They, they took the thing down. Patton Oswalt like retweeted her trashing them and the guy had to delete his own account, the reporter that wrote I, He the just thing about does it. that. He's back. He, j- he just deletes and lies low in the heat. Look, oh, well, him and then he comes right I didn't back. know he's back on Twitter. Yeah, I believe he's Paul Farrell1985. Oh. Well, Paul Farrell, well, I'll be reaching out to you, friend. And I encourage anyone else to do the same. I know yeah. he loves to hear from fans. It's Farrell with two R's and two L's. You're telling what well, a fantastic thing. This just is more. This is just more e rage you're trying to incite. That's um, the problem. Here's what I want to do: when yeah. somebody goes after a job, when some like um, uh, Lindy West type or some like uh, when one of them goes, "Hey, we got to get this guy fired," even though it's like usually it's fired from an unrelated job it's not like you did your job bad let's get you fired from your job it's like you did this thing in a park right. let's go get you fired from your accounting job mm-hmm. um, yeah but anyway when they do get to try to get you fired I want to be like let's go after them but I've looked through their feeds the super yeah. feminists there's nothing in there right they don't work this right. is their job so what I want to do is find a bunch of people <laughs> find their father right. their brother you know, someone but, they love like, and look, say, let's find something on them, get them fired from their FedEx job. And they say, how does it feel? Not let's work. not let you have free shots yeah, at us. It's a bad, it's a bad idea. It's not going to work. Why? Why? First of all, nobody's going to fire a loved one on the behalf of you doing that. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I was No, no, no. You get t- 10,000 people to, to tweet at somebody? I had more than that and I'm not fired from anything. All I did was get a boost. So what they're doing is not even a thing they can really do. Yeah. Okay. Even like, because I'm going to go on Kumia's show before too long. Who? Anthony Kumia. He's back. Oh, Kumia. Yeah. Kumia? Whatever. Why do you say it weird? Well, who gives a shit how I said it? The Me. point is, can you can you chew it down a notch? <laughs> Kermitzger. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> say my name every time I bring it up. <laughs> That's funny. Just want for the record, is Kurt Masker saying this? Um, the, where Ant fucked up was... See, the point Ant fucked I, up was his response. Everyone yeah. fucks up by responding. Mm-hmm. Let it lie. But, but my response, I didn't fuck up, dude. My whole point the whole time. Let it lie. I know, yeah. but look, my response, I didn't fuck up. I said the apology for the thing I should apologize for. The people that are uh, that are against me still, no one cares. Right. Like, people don't even care now, us talking about it. There's not even a reason to talk. But I heard there were some people on that feminist side. What do you call them? The angry feminists? Big sisters. Big yeah. sisters. That were like, they were like, well, he apologized, so so it's kind of, like, he understands right. now. What he, and they're like, too late. We should so still try to get him. There was well, a man who commented, he goes, that thing he said can never be taken back. And you're like, what thing? What thing? Go Say to the what police? thing? <laughs> Say what thing? He doesn't know what I said. Right. 
No, but, oh but, no, no, no! It was the good. The th- when you go the good hole. So what? That's what he said. Yeah. No, so what? Sure, but that was a man saying that. It's unforgivable. Well, he's all, and he's probably a rapist. I mean, that's what, wouldn't you scream the loudest if you were hiding out as a rapist? I found. Uh, I found uh, that uh, a good definition of social justice warrior is someone who publicly wants to be seen uh, fighting so those are the people who write you personally and say hey just so you know this is why it's hurtful they they make sure to tell everybody I'm writing Kurt Metzger Mm -hmm. they go period at Kurt Metzger on Twitter right. so that everyone that can see it and but not nobody just nobody cared like I, I never needed to win them over they were already against me oh, so yeah. the only people I had to do, I, listen Kumia could have Kumia who gives a shit he could have like been hey if my black friends I wasn't talking to you uh. you know what I mean like it's not you're not apologizing for the people who hate you you're apologizing for people who like you that didn't understand what you were saying right okay your people already hate me go fuck themselves how, you, how did you feel shit. when Schumer uh, released those couple tweets I'm saddened and disappointed by Kurt Metzger's actions. I said, if you need to do that, yeah. I said, if you need to do that, do it. But that wording. But that wording. Um. Well, here's what's sad that she. That. But whatever. I mean, we're tight, so nothing. I know, but it seemed a little bit. That's not bad on me. That's on her. Because then when she tried to defend me later, they come. Oh. I thought you were sad and disappointed. Now they're mad. Now you like Kurt, and you're not fucking throwing him in a dumpster like we thought you were. Yeah. She didn't have to respond to them at all, but I, she had a book coming out. I thought, one, but it yeah. wasn't what was shitty in my opinion. I understand you guys are cool, and I'm cool with her. I like her a lot, and I respect and admire her. However, I didn't care for the wording of that Charlie Rose interview, and she goes, "Kurt's the pro- Kurt's the problem, no doubt." I just thought that was so. Oh, yeah. Kurt's listen, the problem with rape with what? I didn't like, hear that. That was like intentionally I didn't vague listen. and too a, a little bit like yeah. Listen, I know she pulled back a little bit problem? where she's like he doesn't work for me anymore and then she, uh, they all thought they won and she goes oh no no, no. just we're off we're not no, shooting right now. Yeah, listen, we're, we're not like, shooting right now. Technicality. And she goes yeah. well yeah. Alright look I'm going to defend her A because she bought Karen's plane ticket to the Emmys. <laughs> you always defend her. Uh, uh, absolutely I was defended uh, B I told her to do whatever she got to do that's not what fun. she had to do but also in fairness okay. when you watch that Charlie but Rose that, thing she's so obviously right. uncomfortable listen. with these questions right. and she doesn't want to be saying this well, obviously listen, she's in a weird spot too of like being right. this feminist well, let me icon what I'm saying yes go ahead, go ahead um, it, it's not a it, look I don't think that was the right move on her part but I forgive her for it because I first of all upfront told her you have my permission to do that and it's not going to make us a problem if you think it'll help you now where it's an error in judgment is whatever publicist told her to do that right. fucked up okay number one big sister who that was an appeal to never respected her or liked her anyway they they're did for a while her. They're, no they're mad mm-hmm. that she's successful they and were mad not. at her so for her even trying to placate any of them she fucked up but that affects nothing with me I, I don't, her, her spot's unenviable she's had a book right. a book deal like I'm not obligated to think about her when I speak I don't work for her now if I had been working for her of course that's my I got I to keep in mind, but I'm not employed at all by them, so I just feel bad because she's my friend, and I right. Think it, sucks, about it. it sucks that she would have like if they came after me. Right, like, but no. I'm not obligated and when when I'm not working for you. I, it's my free time. It's just because I love her that I feel bad. It's right. not because I have an obligation. It's the publicist's job to know that those people don't really want an apology, and that an apology wouldn't do the trick. Do you know what I mean? Right. They don't, yeah. The apology solves nothing. But see, this, no how do you feel when working. when she does this, write this that harsh words? Shit. See, this thing. What me and Karen are saying now. Even now, someone's going to be listening to your fucking thing, to yeah. your podcast, and yeah. it's going to go, oh, see, now we threw her... People know three words. They know meltdown, or they know <laughs> threw her under the bus. They know these five phrases that they use for every situation that don't apply. Yeah. Okay? Now, I'm saying this thing, even though I think it was a mistake on Amy's part, for herself, not for me, and I got nothing again, and I, she's my friend, and there's no break in our bond. Yeah. Okay? 
some idiot's going to be listening to your podcast and they're going to take it. See, now he's backpedaling. Oh, that's the other phrase they know, backpedaling. Backpedaling. Because this world of cowards. I like how backpedaling can't be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, if I, like, what if I mean have a and I change, I'm not running for president, dipshits. Yeah, backpedaling is like, oh, oh no, I, I never thought about that way. Good point. I know your listeners. You got a ton of like, 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 especially because you know Rogan. There's a bunch of these dudes, and I know you're out there because I, I have to talk to you. You're dumb as shit, and you talk in black and white, and you really got to stop because you're as bad as Big Sister. But you know when they say like, there's there's different language for men and women, like. Like when a man wants no, to get ahead, he's ambitious, and when a woman wants to get ahead, she's cutthroat or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, it's the same characteristic, but people say it two different ways. But that's exactly what they've done to you. They took an apology, which was an apology, and called it backpedaling. Right. There's two different As if like, it's like, paradigms yeah. of language for different people. But see, I wasn't apologizing for any of my points. I was apologizing for, God forbid, the tone that you somebody, made somebody yeah, big yeah, to me. You're a fan of me. You're a yeah. fan of me, and I say that, and you feel crushed. Which I talk to people who would hurt them. So if it was two or three people I did that to, it's them hearing it up or just hearing where I stand more clearly than me in a rage on Facebook and by the way I'm not on Facebook because I don't know you fuckers shit I'm sick of giving out free entertainment you can go buy a ticket okay and those are the people that were fans of me go buy a fucking ticket I'm not obligated to entertain you on fucking Facebook how did you feel when uh when uh Schumer did write that and all those um what'd you call them again now I call them pigeons I used to call a civilian when all the pigeons go when all the pigeons go yes we did it for that f- brief moment, I uh, uh, well uh, listen. At the time, everything felt shitty because I had I was just seeing outright things that like I'm a rapist, which is crazy. I mean, people were writing to me, "Dear rapist," I'm like, "So wow. this is what it's gotten to?" Wow. Okay. I mean, that's insane. And rape apologist too. How did that feel when people were saying oh, you're a rape apologist? You have to understand, it's not bad. It's not. I, I I've tried to speak to to. I, I have a friend online I talk to and try to ex- explain her cult to me. Yeah. And um, it's just their cult term. They don't understand that it's clearly a moral judgment. They think it's just fine and dandy to label someone, but whatever. I, all these people called me up to support me, so I wasn't I wasn't completely like uh, floating. Floating, um, but I don't take the shit personal now. I don't go listen. I don't take anything online personally because it doesn't matter. So that's the big difference in me is I don't give a shit. So say whatever the fuck you want. You literally don't matter. If you say my name at all, you help me. Uh, Casey Anthony, if she played her cards right, would have a show on right now called Starting Over with Casey Anthony. Wow. It's that easy. So just so you know, pigeons, you really got no fucking power. Anything I say is out of the goodness of my heart. There's no, you can't put pressure on me to do shit. Yeah. I haven't lost a friend. I haven't lost so a let, job. Let me, let, me, let me say this clearly. Yeah. Just again. So the pigeons are not anyone listening. The pigeons are just the people who what squawk. What I used to call civilians. <laughs> but that's everyone Civil- listening. Listen, any non-comic... Here's what civilians came from. Yeah. It's everyone. That's everyone. No, if you fucking talk to me like you know stand-up comedy yeah. as well as me, and this yeah. is a bunch of you listening, because I know a bunch... I've, I've seen it all the time with your little tweets and shit that you think you're insiders, and they've got all these opinions about you, Ari, and me, or fuck. And then they bring Here's Lewis, what should, should be they done start bringing Louis Gomez into it. Like, he's like, you know, like, I'm speaking on behalf of the Gomites. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut the f- Like, you don't know any of us. I know you listen on the radio, and it sounds like you're friends in the radio. But you've never talking, done stand up, so you have no right to say anything. But you've got no business you, telling me who's no a clue. hack. You have no clue. Because this is what bothers me people attacking Amy. Oh, finally, I hate her because you hate something she represents the same as what happened to me. Some other person hated something I represent. Neither one of you is look at us as a real human. We're just like a, pro- a projection to you. Go fuck yourself. You're a, pi- you're a civilian. Right. That's why I brought the word civilian out. So it's you're not anyone not listening. A, it's just the people like talking you back. You talk 
like you're a fucking insider to me, an almost 20-year veteran of comedy, and the nerve of you telling me who's a hacker, who stole a joke, like the joke police when they're this bullshit that Amy stole something uh, uh, from Patrice. Remember that whole thing, which I was very vocal defending her. Yeah, very vocal you, defending you, listen, her. Listen, if I say she didn't, it means she didn't, because I'm the expert and you're the fucking pigeon. Got it, pigeon? <laughs> well, I listen to a lot of comedy. That's like telling a chef you can cook because you eat a lot of food. You don't know shit compared to me. Whatever your opinion is about the insides of how showbiz works, unless you're here doing it with me, you're a fucking pigeon. Enjoy your breadcrumbs, pigeon, and don't shit on my car. I don't even call you civilians no more. And it doesn't mean everyone but me. That means anyone who's got the balls to talk about my business as if they're an expert. I you're saw not. you doing that with uh, when they were fucking with Leslie uh, Jones. When you oh, were like, yeah. we were like, well, double standard. She uh, can make fun of this and I can't. Scumbags. And you were like, you're like, yeah, you're not a Dude, comic. That's why. They had the balls to put Patrice's headshot on their Twitter and tell me that I'm comedy policing. That's not comedy what you're doing. Burning a cross on someone's lawn on social media. That's not comedy. That's not what I do. Okay, I, I, the thing I'm in trouble for, I was on my own wall just saying an opinion. I wasn't trolling. I went into this on the show last week. It's like you're Al-Qaeda. The, the, the way the big sister has attacked the supposed patriarchy is like it's Iraq. And we're going to get rid of Saddam Hussein with no thought as to what replaces Saddam Hussein. Yeah. And then they, they want to just get... You're part of the debathification, they called it. Remember when George Bush put his moron friends? Well, that's what I did this on a podcast once where he just said, anyone in the bath party, you're all fired. And they were like, oh, just so, so you know, we're all bath party because he made right. us be bath party. So you're firing everyone qualified. That's what they did. So that's all the white males they want to get and replace with some bitch from a taco truck. Okay. Which is their dream. <laughs> okay. Can we just say what, what percentage of feminists do you think this is? Of big sister types, I have I couldn't even have. You know a guess. what? But I'm a woman. I can tell yeah. you, it's the relative minority. It this is, is like this is like the settlers in Israel. Like it's uh, they're the the loud squeakiest wheel, the squeaky but they're ones. a tiny minority. Wait, wait, wait. Like most women are rational. Wait, let, let me finish this thought though. But that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's the thing. The people that back the vocal up to this were all rational yeah. women. So it's not anything against women, dude. But these guys that do this trolling, they're like what happened in Iraq. We fired all the bath party, and then they became terrorists. Right? And now they're ISIS. So now, these insane people at Big Sister, in their zeal to attack the patriarchy, they created all these terrorists online who think they're freedom fighters. That's what every scumbag... Oh, the males who then want to go back. That's what all these males who want, use like, fake We name. feel attacked so much right. that like now we got to attack and, back. And if you're one of these guys, look at what happened to me, man. I'm still here. My career's fine. Because they've wanted health. to... So you're so they've wanted to turn... white. They say, white males, you guys are too much, too powerful. Let's, tur- let's victimize them a little bit. And then after they get victimized a little bit, they're like, well... Yeah, now we're victims. Now we're going to fight back just like you did. You, you fought act back. like goddamn. And you know what? Why don't you be a man and just do your thing and, and show by example that you're in the position you're in because you're better. You understand? Yeah. Like, like do you, do some of these women writing shit like any woman could write better than Kurt Metzger. And Karen pointed this out. Any uh, which, woman could write better which, than a writer? No, which, which women? Like, well, I can, I can name, think of like 10 women off the top of my head that would be great qualified writers. But not better than never, me. But. <laughs> no, 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 qualified writers. But right. there's never a mention they of They don't say woman. the name. They're not even... Because... It's just women. Because they have no talent and they want to sque- squeeze in... this is their personal ambition. Right. Under the umbrella well, that's what they always, that's what they always do when it's like, we need a woman talk show host late night and it's bullshit. Doesn't they matter are, who. I was like, what's like, do you know who they went to? They went to like seven of them. Who didn't want? It's a shitty job. But, yeah, and so then it's like still are, get somebody. You're like get look, somebody. They don't the know anything about show business or how it works. These are, as right. I said, pigeons. And if you're a dude who's doing this shit, you're you're as bad as 
Big sister, you know you did. I had a, I had someone come after us in a blog my first year of this not happening, yeah. and said uh, it's ridiculous. Um, they didn't have uh, any women on uh, this not happening, and then my f- manager Sam, who's a producer, uh, is a woman. She goes, um, we had six. Yeah, <laughs> and she goes. Well, they weren't on the website. She goes, "What website? We don't have a website. What was That's it? some some fan made website." They pointed out, and she goes, "Well," and then she amended her article. She amended yeah. it to, "Okay, turns out there were six, but there should have been more." Oh no, they never they never <laughs> fucking change. They never go back and just take it down. Mm-hmm. That one where Sarah Silverman's saying about the 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 um yeah. the um she made less money than Todd Berry. And that's bullshit. And everyone's like, "Oh, is it guess that?" That's still up. That yeah. video is still up, trying to prove a point that they know is a lie. Right, because this is that their Levo job. Levo or whatever. Right, because it not because the opposite, you know, reality being true, makes them irrelevant and unnecessary. They need the thing to keep going so that they can. And that's stick why around. they certain people need me to be their monster. Because also, it helps that you look. I, it helps you look like an oaf. Right, but backpedaling in, in this idiotic thing of me, me just being a, a mature person who learns and grows is doesn't doesn't fit this paradigm they're trying to create. Okay, so I'm not in with the trolls, and I'm also not in with. Um, Do you know the song uh, "Amazing Grace"? What? You know the song "Amazing Grace"? Amazing Grace. Yeah, what about sweet. that? was written by a slave trader, a former slave trader. Yeah, of course. And he was singing about how he now sees that he was wrong. I once was blind, but now I see. What to have slaves? Yeah, he goes. He goes. I, sh- I shouldn't be doing this anymore. I realize I shouldn't be doing. These are humans, and I'm wrong. And so oh. he wrote a song about it. this beautiful song that lasted, you know, centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, those squawkers, whatever you call them, the pigeons, they would not accept him. They'd be like, nope, we're writing you off forever. Well, that's because... You, you cannot be a, an example of change. Thing, listen, here's the thing that sucks the most about these supposedly right. woke people. Yeah. And by the way, if if you do call yourself woke, you should be really put to sleep. Um, I mean, you're just, you're just the biggest loser who ever lived. But, but their whole thing is not that they're going to be above racial prejudice. They just want an acceptable target to vent all their anger on. So a lot of people that have issues they haven't worked out personally, okay? Yeah. Instead of working on their problems, they want to have a piñata designation. What do you mean? They want to, okay, right now white males are the de- piñata, and yeah. I can, any evil impulse I have, I can feel free to vent at full power. On any of them. Right. Not just the wrong ones. Right. Any of them. And so now what happens is instead of having... Donald Trump, that guy, that guy, having, whoever. Yeah, just instead of you... Going case by case, just thinking nuance. It's I need a black and white feeling right now to make me feel better, and I can say you're this, this, and this, and stamp you as this. Yeah. And how dare you take that away from me by not being what I need you to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I watched all sides do it, and that's what they try to do with Amy. Amy's a fucking person who's my friend, like anybody else. Yeah. Who got thrust in a shitty position? Did you? S- and yeah. It's hard to know what the fuck to do. Yeah, with that. absolutely. And that's why. Absolutely. It's like heartbreak. Friends, it's like heartbreak. When the, whatever. When, yeah. Whatever thing is, it's a mistake, and how. Did you handle s- it? Is is water under the bridge, man? Yeah. Okay. She's still it, you, you. She's still you, hiring you. Pigeons yeah. don't come between me and my friends. Did my you friends see any? Friends. Did you see any other friends or slight friends um, come out against you pretty publicly? Did that? Did you no see any of that? No one was a friend of mine came out against me. You seen people who you kind of knew in the business who you were friendly with? I saw, I see that a lot. Where um, guys that I know don't come up to me and say, "Hey, what's going on here?" They just go, "This guy's an asshole." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, what?" You're not going to ask me for clarification? No, it's only... Uh, well, I mean, it could have been that. I just didn't know if I saw it. Right. But uh, I, really, I'm the problem. That's hysterical. Well, Kurt's the problem. A man speaking his mind on his own prob- Facebook wall is, has to be stopped. That, and that's and not a rapist. I mean, it's utter stupidity. But listen, man, it's such a shitty position that these evil fucking pigeons dragged Amy into it when... She's not responsible on any level for anything I do, nor am I to her. She's trying to sell a book, and they're trying to leverage 
her own fame against her. If they are really feminists, they should be proud of her, as I am, for, for, succeeding. for succeeding. Because I think she's very talented and deserved it, you know. And I and thank God it was someone who's talented and not. Usually they just push any fucking mediocre or whatever. It was very funny when, um, I'll tell you why I saw this thing once where uh, Neil Brennan was on stage at the comedy store doing a joke about um, his black friends are giving him permission to use the N-word. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and, I remember uh, that, yeah. Yeah, some lady in the front um, in the front patio was screaming at him with her boyfriend, black girl, black boy, boy boyfriend. Yeah. He was just like, oh, I'm, just, I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the, uh, yeah, not interracial. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he was just waiting for her to be done yelling. She was screaming at Neil. Nothing gives you that right. You can't say that. Right. And he goes, she, and her one of her points was, um, he was like, well, other people use that. Like, you know, it's, it's just, I'm talking about the word. And she goes, no, like Dave Chappelle can do it. He's quite funny. And he goes, what do you mean? And she pointed to a sketch. And she goes, that's funny. And he goes, yeah, I wrote that. What did she say to that? She was like, what? Yeah. And she goes, yeah, that sketch, I wrote that. I, I'm right. co-creator of that show. I wrote it. You had the same thing where a lot of people hated you and then pointed to Amy Schumer as a way to be. And then when you came out, like, oh, no, I write those things. Right. I'm, I'm her voice. Um, they were like real sh- they didn't know how to handle it every idiot pigeon with comedy thinks the, ho- the star of the show writes the whole thing uh-huh. I mean I don't even know what the hell goes through some of your heads about how this shit works but I even have com- I regularly have people writing me idiotic things dude even Gavin who's my friend guy fucking I love Gavin dude I really do Gavin McGinnis yeah would write me idiotic shit about the show where I'm like, Gavin, do you know how show business works? What are you saying? <laughs> like, do you think I personally write every single line that you don't like or what? You know, like, I get, I get how people don't get how this shit works. So they, yeah. they and it's they get giddy that they can talk to people who work on it. Yeah. But you really, most of you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and you got no business even speaking on it. Can I tell you this? Yeah. This is a nice thing. Um, when this is all happening, and we planned the release order of all the YouTube videos for this not happening oh, months and months in advance. Yeah. And then, but <laughs> this was all happening, I'm like, oh, Kurt, your video's coming out this week. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it got more of a hits than, I a think. story. And you cut it good. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank I, you for thank saying you that. For I fucking, appreciate it. No, you, it would have been lost if you hadn't called me. I yeah. saw what they were going to do to it. Yeah. And the YouTube version was fucking perfect and long. Dude, our YouTube version is great. Yeah. I, and it got 200,000 hits in no time. Yeah. On a great thing. I'm like, whoa, it's good. That, that's what I mean in terms of like, you don't listen, hurt, you're not hurt at all by I mean, it. Listen, I want you listeners to understand this. That's all that they can do, these people. So you don't need to be a terrorist online. All they do is promote you. So yeah. just don't be a terrorist. Don't Most be a the, troll. Yeah. Don't be a goddamn racist at Leslie. What did she do wrong that she deserves that shit? Yeah. Besides have a job. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You're not better than Big Sister doing that. Even if her. you think she's not funny, it's like, all right. Should she, should she say no? So let some unfunny be, person be yeah, unfunny. Like, what, she's supposed to not get the work? Uh, up here on the I left, buddy. Like, leave her the fuck alone, man. That's not cool. I will tell you this. Most of the comments I get when people are mad at me say, I've never heard of this guy before, and now I'll never be a fan of his. And it's like, well, you were never going to be. Yeah, and now you're mentioning <laughs> You're your never, name, ever going to be. They're saying your name, so they are a fan. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, I'm getting out of the car now. Thanks, okay. buddy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, Kurt. That's all the time we have. We're going to Race Wars right now. I'm going to be a yeah. guest on your podcast slash radio show. It's podcast. It's cool. It goes out radio first, then it comes out as a podcast. Okay, uh, so thank you for doing it. Yeah. I'm going to call this uh, episode Rape Apologist. Rapologist? <laughs> <laughs> Rapologist. Rapunzel. Yeah. Um, um, do you have anything to promote? October 4th. Yeah. At the Village Underground. Yeah. Um, it's not the taping of my hour. Yeah. But my hour is called You're Making It Worse. Was before this all happened? 
Was it really? Yeah, it was a great your title. Your new hour? Yeah, you're making it worse. White Pressures is one of the best specials of the So my new years. one's going to be called You Make It Worse, and I'm running it at the Village Underground with Barry Crimmins and Annie Letterman. Okay. So that's going to be a your good show. Roommate. October 4th. October 4th, Village Underground. Yeah, by the Comedy Cellar. It's going to be a fucking killer show, man. And uh, please go online, get tickets now. Uh, and then, I don't know, I think I'm recording the hour sometime in December. And I got options for it. I don't know at this point if it's going out with, uh, you know, Comedy Central or Louis C.K. That doesn't C. K. matter, as long as or, you do uh, it. Yeah. Uh, well, Louis I'll, has a nice deal for me, so I, I, might, I might do that. But I don't know. I got, I'll I got talk to you about that. It seems cool. Uh, I'll be at the Bell House in New York, as long as we're talking about it, October 18th, uh, doing my hour that I'm recording in Austin. Yeah. November 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And check out uh, Race Wars... Uh, OBXM Radio uh, tonight, 7 iTunes. to 9. iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Every Wednesday, and then it goes up on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can just get the podcast for free if you don't have serious. Race Wars. Alright. Thanks, Kurt. That's the episode. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. I'm supposed to do Punch Truck 25 minutes ago. God damn it. God damn it. Yes, I'm ready. That's what that fucking thing was. Uh, all right, you guys. That's the episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Karen. You guys, it's a tough issue. It's a fucking tough issue. Um, shit, I got to tell him to call out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, but I do know that Kurt Metzger is not the problem. I do know that he was taking a lot more heat than the actual rapist took. But I, I will tell you this. One of the talking points, one of the things that the, that the left always says, that the, the liberals always say when this comes up, when any discussion about this stuff comes up, is they say that, that anything positive is that it, it, it breathes good discussion. It breeds discussion. But yet, all I've really seen is, if you have a dissenting view, you are, you're, you're made to feel like an asshole. It's never a good discussion, or very, very rarely. Very rarely does someone come in and say, hey, let me tell you why maybe what you're saying is not right. It's always like, fuck you, you're an asshole, let's string somebody up, figuratively, let's string somebody up. It's never... It's never about real good discussion. I'll, I'll, I'll quote you this. The one thing I 
remember hearing is somewhere, I think Miami University, some pre-law professor brought up after the Steubenville rape case, when that girl, it was horrible, the video, the girl was passed out, the guys on the football team were literally like, like not dragging her, she was off the ground, but she was, they were just, her lifeless body, they were bringing into a room to, to rape her. And you see all these, all these, in the video, I remember Rachel Simmons pointing this out in one of her blogs, you see other girls just not saying anything. And, and, and it's this weird position that women are put in to like keep your mouth shut. It's, it's, it's a horrible case. But this law professor, this pre-law professor brought up, he goes, should there be a different punishment? I may have said this in the podcast before, but should there be a different punishment for, uh, for rape when the victim is conscious versus unconscious? And um, because there's, you know, there's no memories associated with it. And man, they called for his job. They wanted that guy out of there. I brought this up on Keith and the girl. I remember Keith saying, like, no, there's a time and place for everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but the time and place would, would be a pre-law class in front of, you know, college-age students. That, that's, that's the time and the place. That's it. And they immediately try to push him into this thing. It's like, same thing, rape apology. You're saying rape should get less punishment. And honestly, all you got to say is, should, should the punishment be greater if someone was conscious, should we make it even more of a punishment? And then they, they wouldn't jump on you as much. It's all slight wording. But all they're waiting for is a chance for you to say anything along the lines of, I'm not super anti-rape. Um, so anything brought up is like, fuck you. And then people, all this fucking social justice warriors will say like, it's pretty simple. A girl says no, you don't do it. And it's like, yeah, man, Obviously. Do we have to state that every time we have a discussion? Obviously. That's not what we're talking about. We're moving past that and getting to the next thing, which is, in Kurt's case, can we write somebody off on a rumor? Um, yeah, this discussion, it never breeds good discussion. It never breeds good discussion. It only brings hatred and antagonism. And these social justice, I finally found a good definition for social justice warrior. Um, cause it struck me as like, well, there's nothing wrong with fighting for, so for justice, for, for, for social like equality and, and fairness and, and, and people be able to live their lives in a normal manner. I, there's nothing wrong with that. What social justice warriors do is they do it very publicly. So they're not interested in changing people's opinions as much as they're interested in having everyone else know that their opinion is thus. So on Twitter, what you'll get a lot is, I don't know if you guys know this on Twitter, uh, here's how you can tell a social justice warrior when they don't um, tweet at the person or send them a direct message or call them. I know I've had things. And I remember Nikki Glazer once asked me, there was something to, they were throwing me into an anti-woman category and Nikki Glazer and Marina Franklin both came up to me and said, so Ari, what's going on with that? Privately at the comedy cellar, each of them different nights. And I explained it to them and they go, oh, okay, cool. Satisfied. It was never like, Hey everybody, look at me coming out against Ari Shafir. So what they'll do on Twitter is if you tweet at somebody, like if I tweet at, I don't know, whoever, um, anybody, and go at, you know, Big J Okerson, the only people who see that are the people who follow both me and Big J Okerson, not just one of us. You have to follow both of us. Or you have to go through your, like, click on a different link to see all your at replies. So that's the only people that'll see that. Um, so it's fun if I fuck with like Duncan or something, I'll be like, Hey, you know, Duncan, you're an asshole or I'll write, Hey, Duncan, you're an asshole. And if I write, Hey, first, um, 
then everybody sees it. All my followers see it. And not just only the people who follow both of us, which is, cuts it down quite a lot. Um, so what the social justice warriors do is they'll lead with a period. They'll go, period, at Ari Shafir. Um, what are you doing with this or that? And they're not interested in asking the question as much as they're interested in having everyone know that they're asking the question. Um, that doesn't create change, doesn't change anyone's opinions. It's just you showing the, the most simple thing. And honestly, the weird thing is, all those bloggers that are against fucking rape culture, I got to get Lindy West on or someone like that to actually explain to me what rape culture is in a, in a calm manner. I got I to find out what it is. But all the people who like write about rape culture, who shit on guys like Sam Morrill for making jokes, it's almost always the mainstream comics. It's the ones at the clubs, at the, at, the, at the big clubs. You know, the factory, the seller, the store. It's always that. It's always, it's always shitting on those comics for making the jokes. And the weird thing is, the actual rapists in the comedy community in the last 10 years have come from the UCB. They've come from the alternative world. The people that are super against like the super like, I'm pro, you know, women's rights and pro equality. All those people that are real vocal about it, they're the ones, not all of them, of course, obviously, most of them not, but the, one, the real fucking predators come from that world and none of them from the world of the mainstream. Kurt's right. They, they have this image in their heads of a story and Kurt, this oafish looking guy who's very antagonistic and fucking strong-mannered male, he's tall, he's like 6'2", fucking big. He fits, he fits the fucking, you know, prototype. He fits the story that's already been written. I, I, I have interviews sometimes with people who are writing about comedians that aren't interviewing me specifically, but are interviewing lots of comedians. And I hear them. I hear them go, so do you get depressed a lot? And I, I've stopped interviewers before. I'm like, hey, listen, I've read this story before. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, the story that like comedians are all funny, but really they're all depressed. It's, it's, you're doing a story about another story. That's not true. We get depressed at equal rates to everyone else. We're more in touch with it than some people because we're more in touch with all our feelings. But comedians are super happy all the time, for the most part. So this story, it's too typical, man. You just, you just want to write a story that's already been written. And these people want to write a story about rape culture. And so they're like, cool, obviously the people that are a problem with it are the jocks. Not in comedy, you guys. It ain't that. That's not borne out by the facts. The facts are the ones that have done it and I'm not talking about Bill Cosby. He's not part of any comedy scene. Nor was he ever like a mainstream club comic. But the ones that are doing it are those UCB comics. In Beth Stelling's case and in this case, it's not the mainstream guys. So bloggers, I, I'm asking you do a little bit more work. Do a little bit more work and find out the real story. I mean, it's the same thing. I get it. You don't want to like String up an alt guy, but do a little more work. And comedians, when somebody's fucking, when somebody, when you hear a story or you see a headline saying Kurt Metzger's a rape apologist, you have a responsibility to the art form, to what you do, to not just say, yeah, that's wrong, but to go look for a possible way that that was misconstrued. You really do. You got to look for like, okay, hold on. You're saying he's a rape apologist, but let me see maybe, because I know Kurt Metzger. 
He, he's not a guy that would just say rapists should get off. And that's what rape apologists mean, right? So, so let me kind of look and see if that's misconstrued and say, no, 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 guys, he's not being a rape apologist. He's saying, maybe incorrectly, maybe not, that we should punish rapists. The law should come down on them more. Don't just take the side of the fucking headline. You're a comic. And they're writing about comedy. Fucking have some goddamn balls. And I'll also tell you this. The stuff I heard about how the UCB handled it, I had trouble playing there before because of the fact that they don't pay comedians. They say they don't pay anyone because improv doesn't make money. I'm like, what the fuck does improv have to do with comedians? We're not the improv shows. We're the comic shows, and those are packed. And I know they say we should be on My guys like Matt Besser say that we should be honored to play the UCB, and that's not true. No, we're not honored to play any club. But even if we are, then you're not honored, UCB, to have fucking Seller Silverman show up and Zach Galifianakis show up. You can't pay people's fucking valet at the UCB LA or their fucking 550 subway back and forth to, to go do whiplash in New York. Come on, man. Come on. Fucking pay people fairly. And I was going to do this thing where I was going to next time, because they said they can't afford it, I was going to do a, a This Is Not Happening show there. And I was going to say, fine, you guys take your $5. Take your $5. They charge $5 for a show. Comedians get none of that. I was like, how about this, though? I was going to say, how about I charge 20 because that's how much I charge for This Is Not Happening shows. And you still get your $5. And the other 15 I will split up with the comedians, as I do. When comedians do my show, they make upwards of $500 for an in-town set. Because I pay people fairly. I believe comedians are artists. And if they're working hard at something and they're coming to help me fill up a room, they're actually helping me fill up a room with their presence and their hard work, then yes, absolutely. They deserve some of that money. Maybe I pay them too much. Perhaps I do. But maybe I'm making up for the USB. I also don't want to make money off stand-up comedians. You know? I don't want, to, I don't want my money coming out of their pockets. Um... And I know some people say, what about the photoshops for the, if I don't get the photoshops, I'm still doing this episode. Those are just extra details. I don't want you working more than 12 minutes on those. Um, if I wanted something super artistic that I could fucking sell on the road, I'll pay you. People who do my tour shirts, I pay them 500 bucks. I pay people, you guys. I pay people for their work. UCB does not. So I was going to do like, I'll charge 20, give you guys your five, 75%, uh, a uh, split is a pretty good normal uh, split for a for a uh, for a club on a, on an off night on a Tuesday night. Yeah, I should get 75, 60 to seven, 60 to eighty percent. Sometimes a hundred percent. The Village Underground gives me a hundred percent of the door on an off nights so on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, they're totally fair. And uh, so I was going to do that, and then I don't know if they would have gone for it and said, "Fine, take your five. I'm paying them the other 15. I don't know if they would have gone for it. Or not. I think they would not have. Because there's a precedent it would set to fucking... I think they say, like, like they're just against it in theory of paying comedians anything. <laughs> anyway, beyond that, I still would have tried to, to make it work with them, to try to force them to, to play by a normal standard. But after hearing how they handled this, the stuff they've done that I, I don't want to get into, I do want to get into it. That's a lie. I do want to get into it. But I, 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 I can't out of obligation to Kurt. From hearing what they've done, I don't think I'll ever play there again. They're not going to feel that loss. But I don't want to be associated with a club that helps protect um, 
rapists. You know, I, 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 uh, I, um, I'm, I'm pretty vocal about shitting on the Catholic Church. Um, and then some people come back to me, you know, like you know, because of the rape, child rape case. And some people come back to me and go, "Oh, what? So you don't think rabbis rape kids?" And I'm like, "Well, no, not as many, for sure, not. But also because I mean, rabbis are married; they get the. You don't have a lot of uh, pedophiles disappearing into uh, the rabbinate in order to say, "Cool, now I don't have to face these these awful these awful thoughts I'm having." You do have that in the Catholic Church. People have these terrible thoughts, and some of them not all terrible. You might just be gay. And then you're like, I don't feel comfortable being gay, so I'll join this, this group that won't let me have sex at all. And that way, um, I won't have to face these awful thoughts that I, that I hate myself for. So gay, if you're raised you know, religious, that's, that's definitely, you feel terrible about it. Um, and if you're raised almost any way, uh, thoughts of pedophilia, you feel terrible. So I'll just join the Catholic Church, and then it'll go away. And then guess what? It doesn't go away. So when they have a priest cruise, uh, that's just a gay cruise. Um, by the way, I just realized right now as I'm saying this, the people who in Game of Thrones, you know how they're in when the 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 watch, the Night's Watch, the guys who work on the wall between the North. There's, there's those guys swore off sex. They're all fucking each other. If that was reality, they'd all be gay fucking. And if guys weren't into it, they'd be gay raping. For sure, for sure, it's like a prison. For sure. Anyway, what was they say? Oh, so the problem is when a rabbi rapes a kid, and it has happened, the vod, the 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 ruling organization in 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 the in the rabbinate, they don't protect that guy. They don't send him off. They don't take him from Boston and send him to St. Louis, and say, "Cool, problem solved." Now nobody's going to know he's 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 gone just to go rape someone else. That's not what they do. They report it to the police and they fire the guy. That's the Catholic church. The people in charge of the Catholic church have protected child rapists and they have sent them off to do more raping. That's the issue. Not the evil that lies within somebody. That's just you were born wrong. That's just you were born wrong. You got that fucking pedophile gene. I mean, it sucks for you. It sucks worse for the kids. But it's the people protecting those people. That's the issue. And that's Catholicism. Popes have protected. Cardinals have protected. Bishops have protected child rapists and allowed them to rape again. That's the difference between rabbis and, and, and the Catholic Church. The UCB in this case is not much better. Ask him about it. They won't comment. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, don't forget, I'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn, October 18th. And then the end of the road tour comes to a close. And we're doing, you know, Hunt for the Edible. Comes to a close. And by the way, if you saw me uh, when I was at uh, Moon Tower, I'm not doing any of that material. That was stories I did on This Is Not Happening. So it's going to be new material. So come see me, you guys. Come be a part of the party for my special. I'm so fucking excited. I've never been this focused. I have never been this focused on any taping. One, two, three. This is my fourth taping. Never been this focused. Not for Conan, not for any of my This Is Not Happenings. Oh, in terms of that, I've probably had like 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is my 10th taping then. Oh, down and dirty. 11th. 11th stand-up type taping. Never been this focused. TJ Miller asked me uh, recently, he's like, how'd yours go? I'm like, I haven't done it yet. Uh, but I'm like, but it's, it's going to be great. I, 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 I've just, everything I've done for the last six months has been just zoned in on, on this date. I'm excited. I just don't want to lose my voice. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the episode, right? Did I just forget? Did I just get sidetracked? Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you, uh, Blue Apron. Dot com. Don't forget blueapron.com slash skeptic. Um, get three free meals right now with free shipping. If you go on there and use the code skeptic. Uh, three free meals, you guys. Free shipping. Try it. I'm telling you. I, I will take sponsors that I think have a decent product. Um, and uh, there are other sponsors that I want to use their product. This is one of them. I like Blue Apron. I enjoy cooking their meals. They're healthy. They're farm-to-table shit. I guess organic. I'm not really positive. Um, it's just fucking fun to cook. And they give you all the exact... I know you can say you can just buy ingredients yourself, but you won't. You won't because you never do. It comes to your door in a freezer bag, um, a freezer box. It lasts for a day or two out there. Then you put it in the freezer and the fridge and then just cook the shit. It comes every week. You can delay it a week. The website's super easy to use. Blueapron.com. Um Use the code skeptic, that's blueapron.com slash skeptic, and you'll get three free meals um, with free shipping. Why not try it today? Thank you, everybody. Um, All right. Next week, I guess I'll do... I got a couple in the can. I don't know. Oh, and this is not happening. Starts October 13th. Get excited. October 13th, new episodes of This Is Not Happening. I can't believe I forgot to say that in the intro. I'll say it from now on. I'll start doing episodes every week to promote that. Um, this is not happening. October 13th at night, which is like Thursday night, 12 o'clock, right after at midnight. Everybody's favorite midnight show. Um, that's now on at 11.30. So I'm on at midnight on Thursday. So set your DVRs now. Thursday night, October 13th, slash Friday morning, midnight, Eastern. Um, I guess it's 11 Central, whatever. Um this is not happening. New episodes. I don't know what the first who's on the first week, but Diaz is back. Brian Regan's doing it. Big J's back. Steve Simone is back. Oh, it's good app. Good, good season. Good season. Aaron Berg's doing it. Ali Sadiq is back. Where his Mexican got on boot shirt uh, in uh, in Denver two days ago. I got offered to buy it. forty bucks. I got an offer to buy it. Fuck you. Go buy it yourself. You should see it. The tag. The tag says, where is it? Oh, it's in my room. I think the tag on it for the wash and care, it says, uh, wash with a, let me get this so I say, say it right. It's so funny. Overmade it. Fucking good job. Nope, 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 nope. Do not know where that is. All right, fair enough. It says something along the lines of wash with a, is it here? Nope, nope. Wash with a, Toothbrush you stole from your celly and hang dry over your bunk. Um, anyway, it's going to be a great season. Ten episodes this year instead of eight. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, thank you for Kurt Metzger and Karen Margolis. Uh, I'm Ari Shafir saying so long for Skeptic Tank. Episode 278. Pigeons. Goodbye.
southern trees bear a strange fruit, blood on the leaves and blood at the root, black bodies swinging in the southern breeze, strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees Pastoral scene of the gallant sound The bulging eyes and the twisted mouth Scent of Magnolia, sweet and fresh. Then the sudden smell of burning flesh. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain to gather, for the wind to sow. Sun to rot for the tree.